Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to Virtual Strangers 95. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, how are you doing on this fine Sunday afternoon? Oh, nice and warm and cozy uh, and, and inside instead of outside where the snow is. Well, it's not snowing for real here. I don't know. What, what's the weather like for you? Oh, it's a thunderstorm. Oh, okay. Well, well yeah, that's a good mix, right? Thunderstorm, ice, rain, snow. Floods. Floods. Yeah, there's floods. There's a flood warning, but uh, we're, we're we're safe here. We're we're far removed from the water by at least a good fifty feet. So, oh. <laughs> well, you're set, bro. That's never gonna come up fifty feet. <laughs> uh, hey, man. Uh, slow week. Slow week when it comes to VR gaming news. Well, I mean, you know, except for that that one thing. Did you hear? <laughs> Which one thing? You know the you know uh, the. Uh, PlayStation VR 2 finally confirmed, you know, kind of a, a big deal this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we talked about that on the uh, um, the virtual show, or I guess it's the, the Strangers in the Night. I don't know. We haven't really <laughs> found, fell on, on for sure on on that. But, uh, but yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you what. Um, I'm still uh, psyched about PlayStation VR 2. Still psyched about what it means for um, the whole industry as a whole. I was just talking to a lot of customers about that this week. And uh, one guy, you know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, one guy. He was he was emphatic that he he was got the new um, Xbox ordered or whatever, and he was ready for it to come in. And he was emphatic that the Quest Two was going to work on it, and like that he had heard that somewhere. And I was like, well, you know, I'm, I told him I do a VR podcast. I haven't heard that yet, but I mean, I want it to be true. That'd be cool if that partnership we, happened. We, well, in fairness, we had mentioned the possibility a time or two, but as time rolls along that seems less and less likely a, a possibility yeah no he sounded like it he just heard it yesterday and like his mom called him up and said hey dude xbox is working with the quest 2 and uh i so i i almost almost wanted to take it as gospel but um i don't know this guy i don't know what he knows so sounds like an effective microsoft disinformation campaign to me yeah yeah no i'm i i think maybe at some point we're gonna see it um probably sooner than we think I mean, you got everybody going in. Apple, we're waiting on Nintendo, so. Yeah, the bandwagon's moving strong. And if uh, if you didn't already know what a big deal PSVR is, you know, people kind of forget over the last six months because everything's been relatively quiet in terms of console VR. Uh, if you didn't already know what a big deal console VR is, I mean, this last week has been telling, right? Because, I mean... What did they really say that we didn't already know? Not much, but the media coverage has just been uh, widespread. Not only, you know, industry media, but, you know, mainstream media, you know, not, not just in the tech space or in the gaming space, but, you know, all of the big media sites covering basically a, a reaffirmation, not really a confirmation, but a reconfirmation of things that they've already said. Uh, really, the only new info we got was one that it's that it's going to be cabled, and two uh, that the controllers are going to feature similar features to the DualSense controller. Everything else that was said, we, we've heard from them before. Yeah, those that's big though. The DualSense controllers, man. Um, and I know some people in the Discord kind of um, seem a little upset about it, or you know, in their way that they talk about it. Uh, but, uh, you know, you had mentioned that it's going to be the best controller in VR out there or could be, I mean, uh, obviously I, 
you know, we thought index was going to be the best and then it turned out not to be. Um, but I think Sony will deliver. And I think it, at probably when it drops and people finally realize how good PlayStation VR two is going to be, um, there's going to be a lot of people that really, really, really want to have it. And, uh, it's going to be hard to get at least as far as, um, I think it will be, but we'll see. Yeah, I've been contemplating, you know, what why it is that we all got so excited about this uh this reconfirmation, myself included. I'm still hyped up about it. And uh, you know, I think it that the reason why is, you know, most of us or at least a lot of us, myself included, PSVR was our first taste of VR. And as any VR enthusiast will tell you, the reason why we're spending all of these thousands of dollars and, and buying every game and piece of hardware up that, that comes out is we're chasing that, that feeling we had the first time, right? We're trying to get that first time back again. And uh, for, for a lot of us, PSVR was that first time. And, you know, knowing Sony, knowing how they're committed to generational improvement uh we we know that there's going to be new features you can bet your ass there's going to be great games and we, i think we all kind of know in the back of our minds that psvr2 is pretty much our best chance if we're going to have any kind of experience that rivals the experience that we had when we first got into vr it, it's going to come with psvr2 yeah i think the immersion level is about to get kicked up about seven notches i don't think people realize you know, between the Tempest audio, the controllers, um, you know, one of the things, my biggest gripes about PlayStation VR originally, um, the first one is everything's going away. The tracking's going to be gone. The controllers are going to be um, amazing. Um, so everything that would have made me think I'd rather prefer PC over PlayStation VR um, disappears because um, what you've said and you've said from day one about PlayStation VR is 100% true and and I don't even think it's arguable, but they have the exclusives. Um, they they know what they're doing, and I I think what what we're about to see um, on the AAA level in the next few years is going to blow us away from Sony, and uh, I, it's it makes me excited for the industry overall, and makes me want to get a uh, PlayStation VR again. So, you know, uh, I've said it many times. I, I think to this day that the PlayStation VR library is still the best library of exclusives in VR. And, you know, I was watching PSVR without parole the other day and, and they made a good point that I never really had considered until they said it. But, uh, you know, throughout the entire life cycle of PlayStation VR one, Sony's never supported it with one of their big IPs. We haven't had any games from any of the major sony ips there's been no god of war no uncharted no last of us you know we're just now starting to get rumors about horizon zero dawn but even that is is a a fairly new ip so i think that uh this is something that we can expect to see uh from a playstation vr2 and you know building upon the vr exclusives that they've already got you know just adding a, a couple of these flat ips in with that it's going to be an amazing amazing library yeah especially for those people that never even considered getting playstation vr when they see their favorite ip coming into to virtual reality i think that'll be the big draw that'll be the big news last of us two or last of us one um you know because we want to play the good one in vr not the other one 
Um, but uh, no, I, I don't know. I think it would be amazing. And uh, I think it's coming sooner than we think. So, Yeah, as, as usual, you know, and it's not like Sony's going to have the market on that because as we know, Oculus got some tight exclusives coming up uh, as well when it comes to the Ubisoft titles that are coming. And, you know, if the, the Resident Evil 4 rumor proves to be true, I mean, that'll be a big one as well. Um, Boy Brown joining us in the chat says that, uh, that his only deal with the PSVR 2 is pretty much the same thing Anthony went on his big rant the other day about is that he doesn't want to buy a PlayStation 5. Uh, you know, it's a lot of money when you think about buying the console and buying the headset, even if it is just, you know, a $300 headset, it's a $500 console, uh, a 400 if you get the digital version, of course, but um, that's true. It is a lot of money. And, uh, you know, when I first got into VR, it was a lot of money. And the way I dealt with that is I bought my PlayStation 4 a full year ahead of when I bought my VR headset. Mm. Uh, broke Just to break that cost up a little bit. I spent that year flat gaming a little bit. You know, I played some of the uh, the, the great Sony exclusives uh, during that year. And then when the time came, I got my headset. And, you know, I, I'm no rich guy. I'm doing the same thing this generation. I picked up my PlayStation VR. I'm sorry, my PlayStation 5 at launch uh basically for vr knowing that it was going to be a while before we had the second headset but you know um at least i may not play my playstation vr all that much playstation 5 all that much excuse me but uh you know i i still think my purchase was worth it just because i already know i've got that in my back pocket and when the headset comes out i, I should be able to afford it no problem are you telling me you're not balling out of control that's what that was no i'm not i'm not well i mean it feels like it sometimes right but uh <laughs> no I'm, I'm maneuvered and saved and uh and hustled my way into all the stuff i've got this last year and uh blessed blessed i've been well, for sure it's a fair it's a fair uh assessment you know i mean nobody wants to have to buy the the new computer and the um you know the vr kit or whatever but like you said if you buy it ahead of time and buy it now. Well, I don't know if you can buy it now. If you can find it, buy it now. Um, or just start saving, start scrimping, you know. Uh, that's the thing. It's like, you know, even myself, stop having a, a Starbucks latte every day or every other day, you know, $7 here, or the 7 bucks there. That adds up quick or whatever it is. Don't go out to lunch for a little bit. People sacrifice. Uh, do it for VR. You know, do it for Yeah, Paradise Decay joining us in chat says that he's buying his PlayStation 5 just for VR just like his PS4 he bought just for VR. Mm. And, um, you know, uh, I think there is some advantage, especially uh, for people like our, our friends here, uh, Rendered Reality, who are joining us in chat. You know, uh, guys like them have never had PSVR at all. Mm. So, like, they can go ahead and pick up the PS5 now ahead of time and, and have that ready for when the new headset drops. But in the meantime... You know, they, they can watch Facebook. They can watch Craigslist. They can pick up a, a, a deal on a first-generation PlayStation VR. And, again, uh, the best library in VR. I mean, so many amazing games. I mean, if you've never, you know, owned a PSVR, you've got enough exclusives to do you for a year. Uh, and, you know, many, well, not many of them, but a few of them uh, absolutely beautiful, even more so on the PlayStation 5. Yeah, even if you're one of those um, tracking 
people like Scion that it has to be perfect tracking. Um, there's still games like uh, Astrobot or Rush of Blood or like ones that just aren't affected by the tracking at all. And so you're as you're doing your thing, um, and the controls are perfect as well. Uh, there's you know there's the the games that you have people have issues with with the move controllers or whatever, and they they just don't want to deal with the tracking jank. Then get those ones and play those ones. So, uh, PSVR Underground join us in chat says Farpoint exactly and you know roots exciting times playstation plus i've said it every month this year uh it's getting better and better and better and next month it's going to get even better they're giving farpoint away next month no man i already own it but actually i don't own it i guess i don't have it on disc i need to get it on my account right i don't have playstation plus um yeah dude i mean you can literally if you if you keep your eye out you can find uh these um uh, one year memberships to PlayStation Plus for thirty five to forty dollars, and when you think about all the games that you get with that, and now increasingly better and better games, I mean it's a, it's really a no brainer. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's cool. Let, let me ask you, AJ, while we've got you in chat, uh, you know, uh, the developer behind Farpoint uh, recently said that they've got some news coming and. When I saw Farpoint in the PlayStation Plus lineup, I was thinking, man, I hope, I mean, as awesome as it is, I hope that's not the news. Uh, do you think that that was what they're referring to? Or do you think maybe there could be something more? Maybe perhaps a, uh, a PS5 patch for Farpoint. That yeah. would be amazing. Uh, and I'm, I'm kind of holding my breath, hoping that there's something like that coming uh, in tandem with Farpoint releasing on the... Uh, ps plus this month yeah i'll tell you what man that uh farpoint game was so amazing man it was one of the games i was super glad that i i played the full thing through right because i i'm a big believer that not every game deserves like every movie if it's a bad movie or a bad game there's going to be a point where i'm just going to say i'm just done i'm done spending time on this game i never felt that way with farpoint if anything i felt bummed out when it was over and it was the one game where um, I got so into the cutscenes, I was a little bummed out when the, it, I got pulled out and, and they were like, all of a sudden I'm in action again. And I'm like, oh shit, man. Like I, I really was into the story. It really, I really liked it. So I would love to see a sequel, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, Gamertag VR joining the chat says Impulse Gear. Thank you, GT. You're right. I, I, I called them the developer. It's Impulse Gear. Mm. Um, uh let's see here rendered or i'm sorry techno glitch says i just want to know if aim controller 2.0 will come out as well now this is something that i'm hoping for and uh again i was i was watching psvr without parole the other day and i brought it up in their chat and they seem to think that with all of the uh the next level features being built into the psvr2 controllers that we might see something a little more akin to a gun stock uh for the the new playstation controllers which is certainly a possibility and it would be consumer friendly you would think you know a cheaper to manufacture cheaper to sell uh but i still kind of would like a, a name 2.0 because uh with the single singular gun in your hands not only is it going to feel more like a real gun but there's opportunities there for stronger uh you know haptics for i mean you're holding a gun right you, you want the thing to really rattle in your hands uh plus they could build some kind of things into the uh 
to the design of it to to work with the reload mechanics right things for you to interact with maybe a bottom button to to push your clip in or, or something on top to, to to rack the chamber you know what i'm saying there's a lot of possibilities that come with a dedicated gun controller and with sony's uh increased focus on immersion this generation i wouldn't be surprised if we did see a new aim controller with these sorts of features involved yeah i i i think it'd be really cool if they had just some kind of um like you said a gun stock feature that you could maybe add to the controllers that brings them in can you imagine if you have your two controllers and you bring them together and it's a really badass gun but um separate you've got your two guns um, but the controller's made for it, like to, you know what I mean? Like it just they just click together really easily. Um, I think that could be amazing as well. So either way, I think it they're definitely gonna be re I don't see them just reusing the aim one or the original aim controller. Um, so I mean one or the other is gonna happen, and I'm happy with either one, I think. So Yeah, Gamertag says he feels the aim controller never got the amount of games it deserved, and that's true. Uh, he says he thinks it's the best peripheral in first-person shooters for VR. Yeah, we, we've spent many, many uh, an hour talking about this. Uh, you know, now, not that I'm the most experienced person in the world with gun stocks or, or what have you, but uh, I agree. I love my aim controller, and it makes uh, good games great and decent games good. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait to see what direction Sony takes it next yeah. generation. Yeah, we won't have to wait that long maybe a year or so i don't know we'll see exactly rendered reality says i want something like the force tube exactly my point you when you have something like a force tube you don't have to try to use software to emulate recoil because the thing's recoiling in your hands it's kicking you in the shoulder and that, that's what i'm saying this is the type of things that uh you would expect from an aim controller version two yeah well, a sensitive shoulders, Wes. Well, I have a right. the Plus, I have the freaking force tube is so expensive, man. That's that thing is nuts, but I'd love it. I'd love to have one. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely um, very pricey. But as technology gets better, maybe they they aren't so bad. Maybe that like maybe that you got a force tube one, that would be pretty cool, right? Would you pay one hundred and fifty dollars yeah. for an aim controller with force tube recoil? Oh yeah, yeah, I'd pay one hundred and fifty dollars for just a regular force tube, straight up. Uh, that thing is amazing looking anyway uh i did say it was a slow week for news but it, you know there, there's some cool stuff to talk about and but uh before we get into that let's start off the show like we always do by saying hello to our friends in chat uh again psvr underground join in the chat thanks for uh stopping by sir uh our favorite lady gamer chick 13 in the chat hello hello uh void citizen uh, rendered reality ray delator hello sir um boy brown we already said hello to him uh rendered reality techno glitch blam crotch go ahead and laugh at his name you know you want to roots mm. uh our friend onakazi uh joining the chat uh andy mcavoy hello hello welcome sir welcome uh come on come all everyone's showing up roots for the big show and uh you know uh big news you know or or non-news however you want to look at it from the playstation vr world this week but not every piece of news that we got had to do with playstation vr 2 because after nearly a year of silence SciTech games has confirmed via twitter that a winlands 2 psvr version is nearly ready to release mm. 
PSVR support was announced when the game launched around two years ago, but a long period of silence has fostered a growing sense of doubt that the game would ever come to the console-based platform. Since its 2016 launch, Windlands has been the gold standard with regards to swinging locomotion in VR. Uh, but the 2018 follow-up cranked things up a notch by introducing a story campaign which features boss fights and optional co-op multiplayer. Uh, Roots, you and I both know firsthand just how fun this can be and just how fun that it can be with friends. Now, I was starting to lose hope that this game was going to come to PlayStation uh, because as you know, sometimes these games that feature, you know, two and three player, four player multiplayer co-op tend to have trouble translating onto the older hardware, but it looks like it's going to be a thing and I couldn't be happier for the PlayStation community. Yeah, this is a game that's a, it's a real shame to miss out on. And I know a lot of people have not played it for a lot of reasons, but I, I've played this through this a couple times now with different people. And um, I might play through it again. I, I I really enjoy it. It's really fun. And uh, like you said, the swinging for it is the best. It's the best feeling. It, um, I imagine, I don't have a fear of heights, but I get that pitfall in my stomach. I imagine if you have a fear of uh, heights, um, it would be super, super fun. And uh, you should try it. So. Yeah, th this is an amazing game. Uh, now, when it comes to the locomotion, you know, in a box... Uh, you know, I, I say Jupiter Grot even, maybe even just a little bit better in that regard. But as a, a, a game as a whole, Jupiter Grot doesn't hold a candle to Windlands 2 because there's so much going on here, whether it be the, the gigantic kind of open world map that they let you uh, roam freely, whether it be the boss fights, which are epic and, and steam. Don't they scale up uh, in difficulty when you bring more players in? Absolutely. Yeah, there's more waves, more things to shoot like the swarm. You've, I mean, it'll go through three or four waves versus, you know, the one or two that you do by yourself. Um, so I've played it by myself. I've played it with a couple people and I've played it with uh, four several times. And it, that's the beauty of it. This this game, you know, we, we talk about it all the time, the co-op, but this one is one of those ones that is just amazing. Um, with other people especially if you know everybody's whipping around zipping and you see your friends up there and or you're up front or you're scion and you're creeping up behind roots and passing them and it just it's really cool and um it's a lot of fun yeah and, and unlike Jupiter grotta you know you, you're not going to beat this one in two hours right even if you've got the full four player ensemble going in uh it's going to take you a little bit longer because this is not an easy game no no and there's several bosses there's i mean and then you know the the biggest gripe i guess i would say some people like radio run um he fan he liked it but he wasn't a big fan of it is you know going back and forth you know because you get to one place and then it's like you literally get there and then it's like hey go back and but i mean games do that all the time but the beauty of this is the uh the locomotion feels so so good and it's so much fun um, especially with other people, you don't mind, you know, you get to that next place. Uh, there isn't actually a story pulling you through. Um, you got to rescue this. You got to do everything for these people, Wes. You know, this guy, man, he's flying around on some freaking thing that if he would just let me grab on and go, he could save me a lot of trouble. But now he makes me zip around on this thing um, while he just flies around. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's one of the best games of this sort. And uh, And like you said, it is definitely not short. Yeah, certainly the saving grace is the locomotion because there is a lot of backtracking in the game. Uh, but the good thing about it is the map's so large, you don't 
have to go the same route that you came, right? You can take the scenic route and, and go way off course and then kind of loop back around into your uh, destination. The game's really good about giving you a, a visible waypoint so you never really are lost, mm. uh, you know, as far <laughs> off the beaten path as you can get you at least know which direction you need to go in, even if it is easier said than done. Yeah, mostly, mostly. You can get lost, Wes. And this is the only gripe that I ever had about the game. And it, it's not a gripe in a way that it's just because it makes it harder. Um, but you go to get those waypoints. And so, like, the waypoints are everywhere. And it doesn't matter if you come across a waypoint. It's not necessarily the way you want to go. So if you just like, oh, hey, there's a waypoint and you go to that one and you see another one, you can end up going to somewhere that's nowhere. And then, you know, if you're not, it's one of the, the, the things that's good and bad, I guess, bad in a way, um, a good way is you like you have to figure out where to go sometimes. And sometimes you get lost. That's where having four people is good, especially if the person who started the game um, is fairly competent because you can teleport to them at any time. Um, if they're the ones that never start a game with somebody that sucks at this game, Wes, because you might be waiting on that person to get there and they'll never be able to get there because uh, they can't teleport you or to you. Well, I'll so. tell you what, though, I'd rather be in that position than to be the guy that sucks and <laughs> trying to keep up with some of these guys, because that, that was the case when I was new to the game. Like it was all I could do just to keep up with these guys. This is not an easy game from just a, a locomotion and platforming standpoint, the, the maps, unlike a, a game like Jupiter the windlands maps go out in all directions. It's not just one flat level that you're, you know, flying through the maps go, you know, in, out, left, right, up and down, and they go up and down quite a lot. Don't they? Yeah. Yeah. It's all over. That's one of the best parts is you're up at some really high point and you can see where you need to go down and you just, run and jump off and see how far you can go you you know and, and you can grab onto any green thing so you grab onto it um but yeah I, I think what you said at the start of this whole thing is is exactly the thing to, to focus on finally the people that only have playstation vr get to really experience how amazing this game is and i imagine it's four player co-op still correct uh, i would hope so they have not announced it i know um it's a legitimate question because when you think of a game like Evasion, Evasion was like three or four player co-op on PC, but when it made it to PlayStation, it was only two players. Mm -hmm. And again, anything that you're bringing to PSVR one, it's got to run on vanilla PS4, which is, as you know, as time goes on, it's becoming more and more a limiting factor. So uh, time will tell, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully we'll you know with it being the end of the life cycle the life cycle rather we'll we'll see sony allow developers to take the gloves off a little bit and kind of specialize and tailor the games to playstation 4 pro as well as playstation 5 yeah well uh, either way they're going to get a good game to play fun one i'm assuming it's not cross-platform either right i guess we have well, that, that that's that's a legitimate question as well, because as you know, the systems are there for cross-platform multiplayer. The game does work cross-platform between Steam and uh, Oculus, does it not? Yeah, um, I'm not sure. Which game did you say? Windlands 2. Oh, Windlands 2, yeah, it does actually, it does. Yeah, so um, I imagine it does, because I don't own it on the... Um... Well, actually, no, there, you, have to, you have to link up. There's some weird thing with it, dude. We had issues linking up sometimes, even with... 
the same copy because we went out and bought same copy. So they're I now that I think about it, there's probably a good chance it doesn't play it nicely at all. I, I think uh, that it's supposed to work cross platform because uh, I'm pretty sure that they're they're uh, they have a an in game friend system uh, for you to to pair up with people. Maybe I'm wrong. It's been probably a, a year or longer since I played this game, but I seem to remember that. We just had issues linking up um, sometimes. Sometimes we could link up, sometimes we couldn't. Um, it was really bizarre. There was like one night where we even specifically didn't end up playing because we couldn't link up. Me and Sion, Radio Runt, Spry Guy, I think it was, um, or Overgees. So we swapped out people. But yeah, um, either way, hopefully hopefully it'll um, all sync up and everybody will be able to play together. Either way, even if it's just um, PlayStation VR uh, only, I think it's still worth playing through. And I think, still think people will enjoy it. Oh yeah, people are going to love it, especially you know on the PlayStation VR platform. With you know uh, the way titles have been trickling out over the last six or so months, uh, I mean this is this is a fun game, and, and you know even two years later, uh, still holds up. So uh, you you know some people were saying uh, that maybe this would be a PlayStation VR two title. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it holds up pretty well today, but you know, you're talking about waiting another year and a half. Not so sure that they would want to sit on it that long. Well, and that's what's weird is like I, it's already been waiting two years. Like I saw the trailer that somebody had linked when I was looking for this trailer or seeing if there was a new one out um, that was just saying PlayStation VR coming soon. And um, that was two years ago. And I was thinking, dude, what happened, man? Like people have been waiting for this game for two years. I'm glad it's finally coming. I don't think it's waiting for the PlayStation 5 either. I think that's a stretch. Uh, our friend Anthony joining the chat. Hello, hello, sir. Welcome. Uh, have you picked up your PS5 yet? <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. He's not going to buy one, Roots, until until he's going. He's going to he's going to totally buy one. He's just in denial right now. Yeah. Well, you know, this is a good time to not buy one because they're they're not easy to find. Uh, it's like when I decided I was not going to get one, I was not going to get a 3080 with all the people stressing to get it. It was like a weight was lifted off my shoulders even though I would like to have had them, um, it was one less thing I had to worry about trying to finagle and staying up for hours on end trying to get a hold of. And just all of the, not it's just such a weird time right now. I want, I'm, I'm like some of these people. I want to be able to walk right into Best Buy and I want to grab it off the shelf and walk out. And even if that means I've ordered it at Best Buy and I'm going in to pick it up, um, that works for me too. Uh, but, you know, it, just all the lotteries and all that it's just so weird to me uh psvr underground says rumor is multiplayer couldn't work on ps4 but i don't know uh ooh, that, that's a tough one dude what do you think about this game as a single player only game uh, as I, I feel like it would be less desirable than uh, borderlands 2 was to me as a single game and borderlands 2 i still think i like that game in vr i feel like there's that big part of it missing um but yeah i mean it would still be fun it's still worth playing through i played it through by myself it's definitely worth playing through it's just a lot more fun with somebody else at least one other person but you know having four people swinging around doing their thing and watching other people passing you and you're racing and you're trying to do these cool tricks and trying to look cool to your friends i don't know everything about it was um and even those doors you had to open up you know, you had to coordinate with everybody, you know, people had, everybody had to be doing their thing, be on their, on their toes. 
hitting some stuff because uh, they don't give you much time, especially with four people. Um, and they give you a, a lot more things to hit to open the doors. We sat there for sometimes 10 minutes trying to open a door. Um, so I just feel like some of the game would be lost by not being multiplayer. Yeah, I agree. Uh, still, I think it would be a worthwhile game. It still would be fun by yourself, but that would be a pretty, uh, a pretty tremendous blow. Hopefully, uh, they they could do again like Evasion did, and at least get one player, you know, uh, one extra player in there with you, so you could at least have two player co op going on. Uh, but who knows? I guess time will tell. We're not going to have to wait that long. No word yet on an exact release date. Uh, nor has there been any mention of a possible release on the Oculus Quest routes. What do you think about the prospects of Windlands 2 coming to the Oculus Quest? You'd think it could run it, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't see why it wouldn't. I mean, it's not like it's the, the most graphically challenging. Um, and we've seen games out there that, you know, baffle us how they look so good. Um, so I'd be surprised if this game doesn't come to Oculus Quest 2. And I think it would be amazing on the Quest as well. And Anthony says he uh, he enjoys and prefers the single player. Uh, so he'd be one of those people who just say, I don't care if it's multiplayer or not. I, I love this game. I'm going to play through it anyway. And uh, he's definitely correct. It is an amazing game. And it's just the freedom of the movement, man. It just feels so good. Just watching it makes me want to swing through. And, you know, I mean, it, it's, it, like you said, one of the best, if not the best, um, locomotion of this type. Yeah, uh, Gamertag says, can't believe Hyperdash is free on Viveport straight out the gate. Uh, it is indeed, and we're going to get to that. It's a pretty good week for Viveport, and uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit later during the free stuff and killer deals segment. Um, but first, I want to talk a little bit uh, about Oculus Quest and, and some of the comings and goings from the last week. Uh, virtual Desktop, the infamous Oculus Quest application, which allows users to control their PCs from inside the headset, now officially offers the ability to stream PC VR games wirelessly to the headset. Facebook had previously not allowed the feature to be included with the app, restricting it to a complicated sideloading process, which involves users posing as developers in order to get the necessary files onto their headset. The change comes a couple of weeks after developer Gigodin had applied to release the feature via App Lab, Facebook's brand new distribution method for non-official applications. When asked for the reasoning behind reinstating the wireless feature nearly two years after banning it from the official Quest store, Facebook Reality Labs VP Andrew Bosworth stated that after being super conservative about quality control of the store content when Quest first launched, they're now putting more and more control into the hands of the consumers. He also noted that so many people were sideloading the alternate version of Virtual Desktop through SideQuest that bringing it back to the official store was now kind of a no-brainer. Hmm. Uh, Roots, what do you think gives here, man? Like, literally... Uh, this was a widely used thing before they banned it. Uh, you know, obviously not as many people on the Quest platform at the time, but this never stopped being a, a popular feature. And in fact, I, I think that SideQuest, uh, you know, owes a debt of gratitude to Virtual Desktop because I think a lot of people only went through that whole rigmarole of 
creating a developer account and learning how to sideload just to get virtual desktop. So like, um, it's interesting that uh, now after all these years that the, uh, the feature that was always never good enough now all of a sudden is good enough. They're, they're saying they're going to empower the consumer roots. What do you think? <laughs> I think that's funny. I, you know, my thing is, is um, I, I know that uh, it's good in a lot of ways, right? They, uh, there's a lot of people um, that don't want to side quest. They don't want to side load. They don't want to developer mode. They, it sounds like too much. It sounds bizarre. It sounds like something I might mess up my tech that I don't understand very much right now already. Um, and so it it prevented anybody from even trying to do PC VR. And this is kind of funny because there's so many people out there in the PC VR crowd, um, the Quest haters, I like to call them, uh, that they, they're just constantly knocking the Quest. But this is just one more thing that is going to make it easier for people to play PC VR, stream it. If they weren't even thinking about it, like, oh, wow, I can play this wirelessly. Now I can, I, I, let me check out this PC VR thing. I think it's going to bring more people around as well. I think it's good for everybody. But, you know, it's one of those things where, and the governments around the world do this as well. It's like when things aren't going their way, they judo move to make it look like we decided. Oh, we decided we're going to be more open for you. Um, we were being forced into it, but we're going to, it's our choice. <laughs> so thank us. Um, so I don't know. I, I think it's good for the consumers, but uh, it's funny that they try to say that they're, they're trying to empower us. You know, it. it seems like every couple of weeks now we're getting one of these stories regarding Facebook. Uh, and I'll, I'll point out this time, like I have every other time, it's interesting timing considering the fact that Facebook is currently facing charges from the federal government that they have intentionally ripped off uh, products from smaller startups. Mm. Uh, and I find it interesting that, uh, you know, all this time, Facebook has said, you know, you know, Airlink's coming, you know, that we're, we're working on our own, you know, virtual streaming functionality. And now all of a sudden, now that this lawsuit comes, uh, Facebook's like, you know what, virtual desktop, who needs App Lab? Come right on back home to the, the, the official Oculus Quest store um, where you should be. Now, in, that may or may not be their reasoning behind it. At the end of the day, I don't really care. Uh, this is great news for VR as a whole because it adds, you know, uh, very useful functionality to the, uh, to, to the headset and uh, really... Uh, lowers the the learning curve needed to get into wireless streaming with your pc mm. you know a lot of people um especially newer users to vr they're they would be lost trying to learn how to set up their quest for side loading but now all they have to do is uh install virtual desktop and the thing pretty much runs itself well the way it should have been to begin with and anthony says why would anybody want to stream pc vr and i would remind anthony that not everybody wants to buy a cable for one. That would be my biggest thing is somebody just came into VR. They spent three, $400 on, a, on um, a VR headset that, and they find out, oh shit, I can connect this to my computer. I wonder if it's good enough. Well, let me buy this program or maybe they know it's good enough and they check it out. Uh, it's one less step to get in there. And if you can run it well, I mean, that's the thing. I don't know if you've ever ran it well in PC VR on 
um the quest too like i i know i was i'm able to get it uh when i had it to run perfect and um and so that kind of gives you that freedom of the what you've said in the past anthony with uh the beauty of the quest too being able to just put the headset on and go um now you get to do that with your pc vr games as well and uh it's it's a game changer it, it makes the friction level drop so low um that uh it makes you if you're apprehensive about the friction of pc vr maybe more apt to get into a, a pc vr game so yeah obviously anthony being facetious there when uh, when questioning why anybody would possibly want to stream wirelessly uh but that said i find the the timing of this surprise move curious to say the least uh given the recent confirmation of playstation vr2 and the subsequent criticism mm. for the apparent lack of wireless support uh mm. so do, do you think it's strange roots that like a day after P psvr2 is announced uh the whole well, half of the world is excited. The other half is saying, no, nah, man, not without wireless. And then here, here comes Boz the next day saying, you know what? We have wireless. It, it's it's an officially supported on our store. You can even play Steam VR if you want to. Uh, I found that to be a little bit weird, the timing of it all. Uh, I think it's totally makes sense. I mean, I didn't even really think of it in that respect. Um, you're right. It definitely is uh, one of those things where um, you're taking something that, you know, the consumers think is a disadvantage and you're rubbing it in the uh, competitor's face and saying, look, well, not only do we have it, but we're going to make it easier for everybody to get into it and make it mainstream. Because let's be honest, uh, wireless PC VR through SideQuest was not mainstream. It was too many hoops to jump through for somebody coming into some technology that they may or may not uh understand and you know it was a lot easier i guarantee it was a lot easier for me as a pc vr user to set side quest up for somebody that maybe they don't even have a computer and they're just using their phone now you've got a, a, a lot more hurdles to go through at least and i don't know if it's you know i guess that's not, it must be easier now i don't know with the um the app lab but uh yeah, uh, PD in the chat says playing Half-Life Alex in his car was an awesome experience. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, yeah, you know, I, I do think we have a little uh, gamesmanship here on the part of Facebook because, you know, even though I, I really don't think that Sony really considers Facebook uh, to be much of a competition for them, I, I don't think the same can be said for Facebook. I think they absolutely look at Sony's competition. Although when asked to comment, uh, on the confirmation of PlayStation VR 2, uh, Bosworth responded by saying, quote, I'm certainly glad that they're making one. Uh, PSVR was such a tremendous hit and was a huge place for our developers to make cash. Mm. I hope PSVR 2 is as well. Do you think that he really hopes that, quote, our developers uh, are going to go make a lot of cash on PSVR 2? I don't know, man. I, I guess as long as it makes everything, you know, as long as it bolsters their their uh, standings, I don't think they would care. But yeah, I, I question that. You know, um, you, you think uh, you think he wants to see Stormland two come out on PSVR two? Because as you know, uh, before Stormland had even launched, uh, Sony had snatched up Insomniac Games. How cool would it be if Stormland came out on PSVR two, but they fixed a lot of the things that should have been in 
the regular version as far as story-wise and stuff. And you have an even better version, and uh, and the PCV people can't get to it. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I think it would be awesome too. I just like to see people's heads split open, and you know, then everybody has to go throw down their five hundred dollars at three a.m. when their uh, when their bot tells them that PSVR is in stock for a minute. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, you know, whatever the motivation is, uh, kudos to Facebook. They've made a lot of consumer-friendly choices over the last four to six weeks, whether it be bringing a virtual desktop to the official Quest store or, you know, creating App Lab so that uh, some of the games that we've always wanted to see on the Quest store can finally be uh, uh, gain access not only to you know, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the, the main menu in your quest device, but all of the other Oculus backend services that come along with app lab, uh, whether it be the, um, the app sharing feature that they just launched this past week. Uh, finally, now you can set up multiple user accounts on your Oculus quest and share apps much, uh, much like, uh, steam VR does, mm. although it isn't quite as, uh, liberal with it as steam vr is uh, unfortunately it only allows for three additional users and uh, for a guy like me that has a family of five now we got to pick the one who don't has an who doesn't get an account right mm, yeah but, uh, well, it's the kids, a, kids can share one right right <laughs> well uh, anyway as it is uh you know no matter what their motivation is facebook making a lot of consumer and developer friendly choices all of a sudden and they should be commended for it let me ask you this this is my elephant uh in the room question for gee and gee if you're out there i need an answer and i want it now um when are we going to get 3d like let's get rid of this you need for vorpex the need for helix vision build it into virtual desktop let me play my favorite game of choice easily in uh I just want to play it on an immersive screen, virtual desktop style, just like you got. I don't want to have to hit any buttons, just, well, I guess, one button, 3D, and uh, have everything come into 3D goodness. And, you know, I, I don't know how much that work would take, but uh, we need to get on it, Guy, and then I'll love you forever. Well, here's the problem with that. Uh, that that's certainly a, a feasible thing that could happen, but it would have, it could only happen with developer support and a universal 3d standard yeah uh so because of that i don't think it's very likely that you'll ever see anything like that on pc now it certainly could be implemented on a a, a console platform like say oculus quest or playstation vr um but just to have like a uh you know a, a program that you plug games into and it makes them 3D without the developer supporting it. Uh, I think Vorpex and Helix Vision are about as good as we're going to get. Yeah, well, then Helix Vision needs to fix their stuff. And, you know, I love both of the programs, but they both have their weirdness at times. And uh, I just love virtual desktop. It's the one thing that I know is stable. I can always go to. It's always going to be there. So I would submit even if it's not doesn't have 3D. And people haven't tried this um, just for playing games like I was playing last night, Helldivers in virtual desktop and uh, being able to play it in VR. It changes things. Um, I think it's worth it. So, Lloyd Citizen in the chat says, where is to the top on App Lab, though? 
That's exactly what I said, friend. And a lot of us are saying that very same thing. Anthony says electric hat games probably hates Facebook at this point and never wants to talk to them. Yeah. You see, we, we talked about this, Anthony on, uh, on our money show seven. I, I think you're right. Uh, it's a double-edged sword for them. Right. I mean, uh, Facebook now kind of needs a few of these bigger, higher profile apps to promote their, their app lab platform. Uh, but I mean, they've dicked over so many of these guys it's got to be, you know, bittersweet for them now to be able to finally come through the back door. Uh, I'm sure they want to tell Facebook to stick it up their ass, but at the end of the day, it's a pretty big pot of gold at the end of that rainbow. So um, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see most of these developers swallowing their pride and, and joining the party. Yeah, pride is not good. It's always good to just uh, be the humble person and uh, take that slice of pie instead of uh, watching it float out the window. Um, uh. Anthony says we're like a good donut. I don't know what that means. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe we're delicious at first, but you regret it afterwards. I, don't know. <laughs> I see. I didn't read it that way. I read it as a compliment. <laughs> or maybe, uh, maybe it's because cops love us so much. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the police officers love us. I do appreciate that what they do for me. That's for sure. A lot of crazy people Any, out there, Wes. There, dude, don't get me started on that. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, again, uh, kudos to Facebook for uh, doing the right thing. Let's hope, let's hope that uh, the federal government, the developer community, and the consumer body continues to pressure them and they continue to do the right thing. Yeah, I'm hoping. Crossing fingers. Uh, any, any which way I, uh, I like to see Oculus having to um do what they're doing whether they're being pushed into it or not um i like it so and you know anthony says we're like a good donut maybe it's because we have a big hole uh you know who else uh, you know who else has a big hole <laughs> My <mom. laughs> oh in unison roots i think that's the first huh yeah that was that was definitely uh we were right on the same wavelength uh anyway um let's talk uh excitement roots you know many times you've told me what a damn fool i am for not ever trying out the pinball fx2 uh, vr game and um you know what roots i like pinball in real life i'm a big star wars fan in real life so uh i was pretty excited to see this past week that zen studios has announced its next vr game and its next VR game is Star Wars Pinball VR, set to hit all major headsets in April. Uh, the original flat version of Star Wars Pinball launched way back in 2013. Uh, the title featured tables based on several of the films from the iconic science fiction franchise. Star Wars Pinball VR will bring those tables into VR for the first time. Also adding new content Ooh. to keep the title up to date with the franchise's ever-expanding universe. Uh, Roots, what do you think, man? Do, do you like Star Wars? I know you like pinball. Yeah, no, I think the Star Wars, um, you know, I like the original Star Wars. I like some of the newer ones. Some of the, the latest ones have gotten weird, but um, as a whole, I like the, uh, the franchise. And um, I think this is super cool. I think it's super cool for a lot of reasons. I, I, want, I love, I wanna play these, these tables in, um, pin, or in VR, right, this pinball. 
And uh, there's been so many people, and myself included, that said, why did FX2 stop where it stopped? Like, you got FX3 out there, and that's one of the game I really wish was coming out. There's so many tables out there, Wes. I'm sure you've looked, and I've played some of them in the um, Helix Vision, and uh, they're phenomenal, right? And they're so good, and it makes you wish that they had all of these in VR. I will submit, because this is such a, a big IP, these tables are going to be super cool. Anybody that loves pinball is going to love them. They did such a good job with the FX, too. If this game does as well as I think it's going to do, I don't see how we don't end up getting FX3 in VR eventually. I think this is the, they're like, uh, we'll see how, if it's worth bringing that big thing in or something of that nature. And um, and I was saying back in the day, you know, because main fan always was a big uh, pinball person, that these games, I would imagine, they're, they're better than any pinball game in real life if because they're done so well and they're doing things that you could never have happen in real life like you've got tie fighters flying around your face you know what i mean it, it just there's a different level of immersion so i think this is gonna do really well and i i was super excited to see this um, yeah i think it would be uh pretty great um to an extent versus real pinball the the, the problem with vr pinball that really can't seem to quite crack uh into full immersion uh mode is the fact that when you're playing real pinball you're not doing this right you're you're leaning on a table there's buttons on the table and i feel like in in order to really get that sensation you would have to modify a table somehow to 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 incorporate your controllers or I, I don't know maybe you could uh uh, uh set something up uh, like a, a uh I, I don't know maybe maybe with a keyboard or something some special mapping you you can make it happen but i need something to lean into if i'm playing pinball i need to feel like i'm playing pinball you know yeah so i guess i would equate it to be like um it's kind of a similar argument uh for like people with resident evil 7 saying you know i've got to have two hands in real life i've got two hands i can't use a game pad controller it's just weird it's it's not going to translate the same i understand what you're saying but i it's one of those things that if you play it enough you just adapt and it, it becomes it's like um and i've heard people say this as well uh playing games uh that where you're running around in vr but it's not a game pad and you've got two separate controllers and they say i can't do that but the reality is is all you've done is you've taken your two controllers and separated them. It's no different. The buttons are exactly the same. It's the mindset of feeling like they need to be together or else I can't control it properly. But if you do it, I, I've said this before, you know, there's people that can play Call of Duty and, and own almost everybody on this planet with their feet because they have no hands. Um, I think you could get used to it. But I, I get what you're saying. It, for his immersion level, it would be amazing to have like an actual table set up to where you felt like you were doing that right yeah well let me let me be clear here i'm not saying that i don't think the game would be a ton of fun like, like when you talk about these people who uh don't want to play with gamepad or, or whatever uh I'm, I'm that's not what i'm saying i'm not saying i don't want to play it or i don't think it would want to be fun but when you say uh it's almost as good as real pinball i kind of feel like for it to be on that level you you would have to have some kind of a table controller or a 
a modified table to hold your controllers, something you could at least lean into as you're playing. Oh yeah. Especially for somebody that's like a, a pinball, you know, aficionado, like this is their world for them, especially they'd be like, this is cool, but like, I need the actual game. Uh, I get what you're saying. Anthony and Onakazi both uh, bringing up that uh, Jeremy from Tested kind of made exactly what I'm talking about here. So yeah, actually, yeah. They, well, they've done some cool stuff like that, like with the guns and and that you know all sorts of different stuff. But I think I remember seeing that um, them making a pinball machine with controllers. Uh, Shout out to Tested. They just put a new uh, 3D VR series out on the uh, the Oculus the Oculus TV. I haven't checked it out yet. Really, sure it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I need to check that out anyway um eight tables here roots um and what somebody was asking a moment ago if this was the same tables from fx3 uh i don't think so Th this was a standalone uh star wars pinball game that was released on flat in 2013 so roots knowing that this was released in 2013 i'd say following this logic that we can expect pinball fx3 to come to vr somewhere in the year 2026 or 2027 well we got plenty of time then right well this was cool like uh, these are all tables that you haven't been able to play then in vr ever um so it'd be cool you know, even with fx3 you could play uh you know with um helix vision or maybe you've played them because you play fx3 so the likelihood of uh playing these before i think is slim i like the fact that there's eight tables i really 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 hope that they don't have um, like them broken off like they did with the FX2 where you had to only have three of them. You had to swap out which ones you wanted to have in your displayed or whatever. Just give me extra rooms. So I'll walk over to another room where there's another two or three. It can be done. I guarantee it. Uh, you don't have to have them swapped out. Um, but uh, so now let me ask you this. Do you think there's a possibility that they add extra tables or this is it? Like it's, you know, like a DLC? They've alluded to the fact that they that the game is all set up for uh, future DLC. So, oh, yeah, nice. I absolutely do expect that to be a thing here. Uh, if, if the game is as successful as everyone expects it to be. I can't see how it isn't. Like, there's not anything like this. I mean, I guess you got Pinball FX2 in VR, right? Uh, in Quest 2. So, um, it's just really good. And, I, you know, I think this will do really well. I want to get it. Anyway, uh, eight tables total, two of them completely new tables. Uh, one of the new tables is designed around the hit Disney Plus show, The Mandalorian. Uh, the design will focus on the first season of The Mandalorian, where you can pick up bounties, rescue the child, meet characters like IG-11 and Moff Gideon, mm. and say things on Twitter without losing your job. <laughs> the, the other new table is called Classic Collectibles. Uh, as you complete missions, you'll collect classic Star Wars action figures, which come alive in the process. Now, I think this is cool because I mentioned before, I am uh, a pretty big Star Wars fan. And one of the things I used to do when I was in my early 20s was collect these Star Wars action figures. So to see them incorporate that into a table, I think is really neat. Yeah, I love to see those little characters doing their thing, right? I think that's one of the best things. Like I said, that's the thing that is cool is seeing all these things come to life in front of you as you're playing the game and um it's just really cool uh the other six tables are based on star wars episode four a new hope 
uh episode five the empire strikes back the best star wars movie period thank you uh star wars episode uh six the return of the jedi rogue one a star wars story uh there's a table based on star wars rebel and uh a table based on star wars masters of the force Hmm. um this is something that's really cool roots it says all of the original mini games have been upgraded to offer a total immersion mode for vr uh which is this is something i wasn't aware of that there are actually mini games other than just the pinball and it says when a minigame starts, you'll be shrunk down onto the table so that the sequences are as immersive as possible. Uh, I think that this really could set this title apart. Did they have um, did they have mini games like that in the uh, the pinball FX two? I don't believe so. Not that I saw uh, or ever experienced. And you saw something like kind of like that where you're riding on the um, the speeder through uh, the Return of the Jedi Endor. You can see that in this pr- or trailer so i think that's exactly what it's alluding to and the just the thought of shrinking down especially like we've always said you know that's one of the best things about vr is scale you know being able to to look around and, and you're one minute you're playing the pinball machine and now you're in it um you can't get that from real life pinball west it just doesn't exist and if it does then uh we live in a crazier world than i thought for sure <laughs> Well, uh, it, it doesn't exist in the world of the sober person, but I'm no. sure that there are true. plenty of people out there who have chem- chemically altered their brain in a permanent fashion. Mm-hmm. And those people are probably zooming into all kinds of tables, <laughs> not just pinball tables. Man, there's a lot of stuff you could zoom into, right? Absolutely. Uh, I, I'm excited. Who doesn't? This. Who doesn't want to zoom into a table? I mean, yeah, especially on, in 2021, for sure uh anyway uh zen studios star wars pinball vr set to launch 29th of april 2021 supporting oculus quest playstation vr oculus rift htc vive and valve index roots how long do you think we have before uh they stop listing oculus rift and htc vive it it just seems kind of weird even now yeah well it's what the vive especially you know um but the rift either way why don't they just say oculus link um you know but it's it's weird you know it's weird because it's still the standard you know those are still the games that people are focused on for controllers and they're they're getting phased out bro i guess the schematics for the quest is still the same but yeah um yeah i mean that's a good thing about oculus even as they progress they they kind of keep the same form factor at least a similar form factor so yeah um yeah, and I still think that they're emulating even the old lighthouse design, uh, and that's the way most of this PCVR works to begin with. Yeah. Uh, Andy McAvoy says the Vive's still on sale. What the H or what the F? <laughs> well, you could get the Focus. Let's not forget about the Focus. You know, there's that was an amazing headset. So. Yeah, there's the uh, the Cosmos Elite, bro. Oh yeah, the Cosmos. Cosmos actually, if you spend enough money, becomes a viable, possible headset. Yeah, you spend enough money, it uh, it it's on par with Valve Index, they say, but almost not almost. quite there, but very very similar. Without the glare. So. Uh, Anthony says original vibe is still pretty good. You could use this super thin face gasket and get an amazing field of view. Yeah, I think the the real um, criticism of that device was the controllers. The uh, no, the um, well, I mean, yeah, that too. But the uh, 
screen door effect i think that the screen door effects was pretty pronounced in the og vibe or at least that's what people say yeah anyway uh roots it wouldn't be an episode of virtual strangers if we didn't talk about some new game announcements uh ones that you uh probably haven't heard of so uh let's talk for a moment about a game called the shore uh i think that this game sure looks pretty awesome uh, and it comes to us from developer studio uh eris dragonis uh and uh, they recently released this game onto steam as a flat game but they have confirmed that vr supports on the way the confirmation came via a recent post in a steam discussion thread uh, the developer went on to say vr will be different it will include many events from the standard release but will also include extra stuff uh, the, the Steam page summary of the game says that the shore is a game about the mystery of the unknown set on a forbidden island filled with horrors. Based on the works of H.P. Lovecraft, the story features many of his best-known creations and more. Players will see the world through the eyes of Andrew, a father in search of his lost daughter. Players will experience the shore through immersive atmospheric gameplay and encounter the most nightmarish Lovecraftian entities, all while solving mind-bending puzzles. Try to survive as Andrew as he endeavors to save his daughter's life and perhaps uncovering the secrets lurking within his own sanity. Roots, uh, Upload VR's David Jagano, the, the person who wrote the uh, article that uh, I lifted these notes from, Drew, drew a comparison to Edge of Nowhere. And from what I can see from the footage here and in the description, I got to say, I see the resemblance. Yeah, except for that's not, that's third person, right? This is more first person. These things look a little creepier almost. Edge of Nowhere is one, still, I it's one of my hands down, one of the best games I've ever played in VR. And so get a, getting a chance to go through something similar. I'm assuming this is, uh, you said it's a puzzle game, but it's got some other things like actual monsters to kill and stuff as well it does look pretty creepy yeah it looks creepy as hell and you know that's my you know you know the score that's my deal I, i'm i'm all about stuff like this uh the problem is is that that right now uh no information on launch window no information on supported devices all we really have to go on is just a few lines dropped uh on this steam discussion thread mm -hmm. But, uh, I mean, they didn't mince words. They say that VR is coming. Uh, I just hope we don't have to wait another, uh, you know, two years before we see this game uh, come to PC VR. You're not going to buy it and play in Vorpax? <laughs> uh, right. Well, I mean, uh, I'm, that might be a viable option, right? Because, I mean, let's face it. If this thing comes out two years from now, we're all going to be playing Moved PlayStation on. VR 2. Or at least most of us. Are going oh, to be playing PlayStation VR. The wise too. ones. Right, right. Uh, no, man, I think this is cool. I loved Edge of Nowhere. I love these type of surreal horror games, these Lovecraftian games. Uh, you know, it's the type of thing that I've always complained there isn't enough of in VR. And uh, it seems like lately, at least people are taking stabs at the genre, right? At least, I mean, some of these games may have technical issues. Um, but at least now, at least people are trying to make this type of game, and I think it's awesome. Yeah, I think so too. I need to um, stream Edge of Nowhere. I just realized I need to play through that game again. I need to pull some I, people. Yeah, with me, me too. You know, I haven't tried it 
even on like Rift S, I don't think I, I played it. I think I haven't really looked at that game. Not really since, um, since you know, the OG CV1. So G- like G2 that shit up. Exactly. Or even Quest 2, man. Quest 2 has super sharp uh, picture. I need, I need to uh, concentrate more on my favorites of yesteryear in today's equipment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of games uh, that uh, de- deserve to go back to that we, I guess, kind of fall through the cracks, right? We always go to the the same ones, the Hellblade and, you know, Sinuous Sacrifice. You're just all the different ones that looked phenomenal, but we forget about the Edge of Nowhere's. Uh, Techno Glitch says, so is 120 hertz now official on Quest 2? No, no, it is not. That Rumor. was actually just, uh, it, it was kind of alluded to um by by uh facebook officials but it wasn't really confirmed was was Uh, a thumbs up right in a twitter or something somebody gave so it was a wink and a nod it was pretty much a wink and a nod uh just like this deal with the uh quest pro that everyone seems to be running with now like it's a confirmed thing because bosworth winked when he said hmm like uh (laughs) so uh, that's everybody just like the other day when uh when Facebook had the investor meeting and they revealed the stunning revelation that they're working on their next headset, everybody kind of ran with it. You know, quest three confirmed quest three confirmed that they're doing the same thing with this wink and the nod stuff on uh, Instagram. And I think it's hilarious. Let me ask you Uh, this. Do you think it's possible that it's the same thing? You know, everybody's ran with quest three and they're running with quest pro. What if it's a quest pro and there was no quest three or vice versa or, I don't know, man. I think you're right, and that's one of the things that uh, um, it gets a lot of views. I'm sure, but it's not. This thing's news. been out what three months? Well, yeah. how long has Quest Two been out? Three months, four months, and people are pining for another one already. Yeah. And this was a significant mm-hmm. jump in tech. It wasn't just like a baby step up from Quest One. It was a an improvement in literally every category from Quest One, and people are already, you know pining away for the next one i think it's hilarious yeah that's the way the world is you know? yeah i guess man on to the next we we have a, a five second attention span and now we want more like didn't we just spend like hundreds and thousands of dollars on new hardware let's mm. let's let's use it for a year guys come on yeah well we just we want the bigger and better deal and uh we want it now absolutely uh shiny robot wonders if psvr2 will be oled or lcd uh i think it almost certainly will be oled and the reason why is because when they first started giving us uh information on the device they said three things they said more resolution they said uh more field of view both of those were uh, reaffirmed in this past week's announcement but they also said hdr high contrast displays and uh maybe lcd will uh will get better at the uh, hdr displays but i gotta think that a high quality hdr display for vr would most likely be some form of oled like playstation vr1 was an amoled mm, yeah it's gonna be so so good psych uh paradise the case says quest pro will have headphones comfort options that sort of thing aimed for the more hardcore gamer yeah i agree if quest pro is a real thing that's what it'll be 
and uh, I won't buy it. If there's no technical upgrade to it, I mean, I've got good headphones, man, and they're comfortable. So, uh, you know, and my, and my, to be honest, my Quest 2 is comfortable. Like, I've got a VR cover on it and the, the, uh, the Elite strap, and it's a comfortable headset. I don't, I don't need any more of a quality of life updates. Now, if they want to give me a better screen or, or something along those lines, uh, we'll talk. But uh, I agree with you. If Quest Pro becomes a thing, it'll just be uh, a nicer, higher quality build with the same specs. Yeah, I might be inclined to buy it if you know, since I don't have one right now. Uh, if if you know, this is my thing, Wes, and I because I've been having such weird audio issues. Um, the off the year is is the future. It's the way it has to go. Because VR is so hot already. When you put the headset headphones over, especially if you play for an extended period of time, it ends up getting extra hot because your ears are on there. And then if you have the earbuds, at least the earbuds that I got um, that fit in the ear. Those things aren't comfortable. That at least for me, they, they're at least the ones I have are just not the most comfortable in the world. And so having the either superior audio built into the strap, um, if they spent more money in a pro, exactly the same design but just better speakers, I would be behind. Or um, or even some type that's like the Index, where I just think that that's the future. You know, we you know I'm not walking around in real life with with headphones on. I need to feel as much like I don't have earphones on as I can. Um, so hopefully it'll be built into the headset and not be like actual headphones. Like the, even the Rift S were a little bit, I mean, the um, OG Rift was a little bit invasive with the way that they fit on your ears. You could feel them and uh, that's kind of, it can be immersion breaking. So, uh, Brandon 0135 says HDR would be a greater increase to immersion than any further resolution increase at this point. And I agree with you. HDR is going to be a big deal. Apple uh, reportedly also bringing an HDR product to the market. So uh, it's going to be a thing. I think we're going to see more headsets going to it. And I think it is going to be a big deal. Uh, Anthony and uh, Hussein X both seem to think that maybe a Quest Pro would uh, have a display port uh, plug on it, like maybe a mini display port. Um, you know, if it were to have that sort of thing, uh, I would be inclined to consider buying it because, you know, the Oculus Quest as it stands right now is a standalone, which also has PCVR functionality. If it were to have that one thing, you know, a high bandwidth. Uh, video interface then all of a sudden it goes to the other side of the, the spectrum it becomes a pc vr headset that also does standalone uh, i don't think that they're looking to do this uh because you know that would be it would basically act like a native rift it wouldn't be a uh link anymore you're talking about a, a new standard uh, a whole new product basically is what you're talking about here uh, it would be great if they did it. I do not expect it, but if they do, uh, I'm going to be looking at it really hard. Yeah, that's what I want. Because there's so many issues with the, even um, with the, um, uh, just with the quest, you know, the link. It just I have had issues um, that would not exist if it was if there was a display port. Um, so hopefully, I, I would hope that's the, but uh, the case. But I agree, it's probably not likely. Yeah. Um. 
people talking about the the off the ear headphones you know uh every now and then we start talking about this stuff and I, I it reminds me of all those many many months ago that i backed that kickstarter for the vr ears oh, yeah. i wonder what kind of what kind of a headset am i going to have uh when i actually finally get these things you know i i, I backed that kickstarter mm. in the hopes that i could have good audio for my oculus quest one and uh that's long gone and uh quest two's here and uh you know i've got my g2 now so like quest two's not even my main but uh i'm wondering if, if i'm going to get these things before the psvr2 gets here i don't know well the good news is at least they're they've been you know jockeying their positions as far as which headset people are going to have and allowing you to switch it i was kind of under the impression when it first dropped that it was going to be for multiple headsets included but then it turned out to be just one for each person uh but either way um i think they should be good i mean it, it, if they do what they say that they're going to do what you backed um it's going to be in a pheno phenomenal product that solves this issue um i'm bringing up right so yeah uh i i thought that too i thought that they were going to give us a universal set of clips with it the way it was worded made it seem that way and then after you ordered the things they turn around and said okay pick your clips which kind you want <laughs> and they give you one set and then they made you pay for anything else which was kind of upsetting you know after they delayed it and then new headsets came out and i'm like so i paid for clips of a headset i don't even have anymore because you guys are so late but sure enough, they did let us change it to uh, Quest 2. So that's good. At least I'll be able to use them, although the, the need isn't quite there anymore like it was when I ordered them. And uh, to be honest, uh, even at the, the, the very fair price I paid for them, I probably wouldn't order them today uh, because, again, the need isn't quite there like it was back then. Yeah, that's all right, though, because they, hey, uh might be in limited supply at first you could sell them so 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 they're saying that stuff like this is going to make the uh quest 2 into a quest pro so hey it looks like pretty soon i'm going to have a quest pro roots yeah you're gonna be set bro except for the fact that you know i'm assuming the quest pro if it were to exist will include the the band it'll be built into it maybe you won't have to hybrid it take it off put it on no cracking you know i don't know Anthony says that Jason Rubin said they can make a 2K headset that would change your life. I'm sure that they could, Anthony. It's all a question of getting it down to an affordable price now. They've been working on eye tracking and, uh, and uh, dynamic foveated rendering for years at this point. They've been working on Verifocal for years at this point. And believe me when I say that Verifocal is going to be a game changer. People don't realize the immersion level, how the immersion level is going to ratchet up when instead of simulating three-dimensional, uh, you know, viewing, that you're actually just seeing things in three dimensions. Uh, it's going to be a game changer. And I, I hope that when Quest 3 arrives, that it's actually Half Dome and, and, and that it includes Verifocal in it because... Uh, I mean, it's going to do a lot of things. It's going to ratchet the immersion level up. You'd think that it would remove the age limitation because it's this vergence 
uh, discrepancy is the reason why they don't want kids uh, in VR headsets. Well, Verifocal completely eliminates that as a as a concern. So you'll think you'd think that if Quest Three were to have Verifocal, that you'd be able to put it on your seven year old and let him go. You know. Yeah, that's the dream, right? Put your kid into VR and just let him go into the VR world. Uh, he says, Anthony says he wants full color pass through as well. You know, I, I think full color pass through would be cool, but only if they let developers use it uh, in applications. Like I don't, I could care less about pass through as a feature. Like, you know, when I'm playing a game, I'm playing a game. I, I don't need to eat pizza and drink coffee, you know? Uh, but uh, if they unlock it for developers to kind of make these mixed reality sorts of games, now we're talking something that I'd be interested in. Yeah. Agreed. Anyway, uh, one more. Oh, two more. Let's see here. No, I guess two one more. more. One more. Yeah. One more game we need to talk about before we get into the week's reminders. And uh, it's another flat title being brought over into VR. And this one kind of a pleasant surprise roots. Early access mini golf title, Golf It by Perfuse Entertainment has added VR support as of this past Friday. The update, which is available now, allows for cross-play between VR and non-VR players. Golf It is a multiplayer mini-golf game with a focus on dynamic, fun, and creative multiplayer experiences. The current version of the game features six different maps with 18 holes each. Grassland, Winterland, Graveyard, Mines, Pirate's Cove, and Jade Temple. Every map has unique gameplay features and unique aesthetics. Every asset of each area and more, get this roots, are available to use in the game's multiplayer level editor. Currently, there are over 2,300 placeable objects inside the multiplayer level editor uh roots mini golf is or golf of any sort is something that i have never done in vr and uh, i know with the recent popularity of the walkabout mini golf game within our community uh, i felt like this one might go over pretty well with those guys because i think it looks pretty cool even though it is you know a three-year-old flat game yeah well what's weird is i did i i was looking at this i was like my god it looks so good and and like you said the best part of this is it's got all the uh content created by users so i saw so, all sorts of videos of crazy um golf courses and uh you know 2300 uh assets i don't know how many courses are out there uh, but i know there's a lot of good content creators that create cool courses so i think this is a really good game um you know there is a, a big push for golf for some reason miniature golf in general is fun and uh this one looks more elaborate than say some of the graphics or most of the graphics i guess and walkabout you know uh but but it is a flat game and i guess you said it's in early access still so they've been working on this thing for three years right yeah yeah they've been working on this game for uh over three years now and uh you know i think it's cool that they don't tease people with vr for a year before they uh, announced support it's just like blam here's vr enjoy your uh, mini golf game um i find it interesting roots reading the chat we've got radio Runt saying he's buying it now mm. uh boy brown says both walkabout and pro putt are awesome 
uh, Onakazi's size and the do-it-yourself VR channel says, come on, just give us games like Alex. F all of these crappy games. <laughs> uh, dude, um, I must have missed the Alex news this week, Roots. What Did you catch the, the, the Half-Life Alex news this week? No, I didn't see any Half-Life Alex. I get it. Um, you know, it's this that you, that last comment is exactly how I feel about all the tech demo indie games you know like the ones where you go in and you're walking around it's like okay this is cool if it was three years ago but it's clearly not that it's a different genre and i guess if you're not into uh miniature golf this is a great multiplayer game i guarantee this thing is going to be amazing especially with uh the right people um you know i grew up in california where miniature golf is actually um uh celebrated uh, i don't know if you knew this west but at least i felt like it was as a kid because there were so many cool, really elaborate miniature golf courses that were indoors. And it was like, uh, you know, you're going to Bullwinkles or whatever it is, like this place that you it would take you for hours to get through this miniature golf course and so elaborate and cool. And I so I went to those as a kid. This is the closest thing I'm ever going to get. And as cool as walkabout mini golf is, it's not this, this type of elaborate um, courses. And so I, I think, it, I just think it's cool. It's, a, it's really cool that these developers um, clearly must have had this on their mind from the beginning and uh, like you said it's like a grip style release bam it's done it's here and um, it's only $8.99 for this game uh, as I'm finding out uh, with like Radio Run I just bought it myself um, boom there's two who's number three so I'm gonna I'll be, buy it I'll yeah. be number three who's number four yeah so I guarantee I'm gonna be playing this with the community because it it looks amazing to me and i i couldn't believe that it was a flat game come you know i'm the opposite west when people say oh flat game coming to vr i get excited man because that means the development was so much more intense and money spent because it was coming out on flat you can't just release some crappy game on flat um you know if it's worth anything then uh of course but it looks like it's good and i love creator um content created by the community so yeah, you know, and Radio Rep, by the way, says that the Steam Workshop really looks good. Uh, you, you know what I love, Roots? I love it when we shine a spotlight on these smaller developers and their games, and instantly people buy it. That's that's literally what we're here to do, or one of the things that we're here to do is to to uh, help promote these guys' games, and it always feels good uh, when we see it work, you know, immediately. Instant gratification coming from our boy Radio Rep. Uh, thanks for... Uh, Thanks for watching and thanks for responding. Yeah, absolutely. And that is exactly what our, our two goals. One was to uh, bring to people VR and say, hey, look, VR exists and this is how cool it is. And the other was to um, to bring people to the developers and say, hey, you know, the, showcase their games. These are the games that are worthwhile. You need to check them out because we all benefit when these developers do well because if their game is good, uh, we're going to get another one. So uh paradise decay says i get excited with flat games when they work in vorpex such a game changer yeah man uh i got to imagine that i mean it's kind of limitless right if you can play flat games in vr then uh i mean the world is your oyster right uh i probably should spend more time messing with vorpex it's, it's just the fear of the unknown with that thing, because you never know, or at least I never know if it's going to work smoothly like journey, or if I'm going to sit and fight with it half the night, like, uh, 
like my first Resident Evil 7 experience. But, uh, you know, I, I'm encouraged not only by PD's recent success, but by your recent success, Roots. And uh, you, you've been having a lot better experiences in it lately, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of those things that um, I'm like PD on the same for the same uh, reasons that I just described, except for for Vorpex. It hasn't came into VR, um, but I want to play these games less, but I spend myself playing less and less flat games. And so if I can get into VR and play it in a way that makes me feel is better than flat, then I, and I'm, I'm, so I'm playing through like uh, Smash Daddy and I have been playing through a way out. I don't know if you've ever seen that game where you're escaping from prison and yeah, the most ridiculous yeah, actually, thing. <laughs> I, I've watched a lot of playthroughs of that game. I had no idea that you could play that like multiplayer. I, I knew it was a, it's a story-based prison escape game, right? Uh, and, and it's, it's got a pretty elaborate story with it. Yeah, no, it is. It's strictly multiplayer. It's so multiplayer that there's like parts you get to that where you have to both be there. You, it takes both of you to do oh, this. It takes yeah. both of you to that. Like you've got a, you're trying to break out of the prison and you, you know, you the one guy's getting ready to be searched and he has to pass you the the contraband, you know, and you have to hide it. And um and and the most ridiculous thing about it though is like there's a point where we were like, man, we need to get in here. We need to do this real quick. You know, we're we've got a time limit the cops are chasing us but then you know there's all these opportunities to fuck around you know we stop and we start playing darts together or we're pitching and playing baseball and and my mindset is you know the cops are coming what are we doing you know but it's uh i don't know i just really enjoy it but it's a game that i would have never played if i wasn't um playing it through vr so uh, i think it's it's just an amazing thing now that you mentioned it uh, thinking back it, it you're right I, it was a multiplayer playthrough now that i I think about I watched it on the uh, the Dashy Games channel, and uh, I used to just watch him to watch him play Mario Maker. But I watched him play No Way Out like a bunch of times, and he he was multiplayer. He was playing with uh, uh, what's the John Witherspoon's son? You know John Witherspoon from like uh, the Friday movies, and uh, he's in a bunch of movies. But anyway, it was his kid was playing the multiplayer in that game with Dashy. It was pretty cool. Okay, yeah, that's no, fun. But, uh, you know, it's basically my point is, is that it's, um, you know, like PD said, Vorpax, Helix Vision both open up a doorway. It's exactly why I said I wanted Guy to work on it for virtual desktop. Um, there's this, this big misconception that every game needs to be full VR. And if the thing's on an immersive screen, um, it can be just as enjoyable. And it for me, it it opens up games that I would never play before. So I think it's cool. Uh, I agree, and I should probably, uh, I should probably put. Well, you know, I, I think I've got one or two of those games on my beat it list already, if I'm not mistaken. At least one of them, but uh, it's been so long since we talked about it. I don't even remember what's on there anymore. We're gonna have to uh, revisit it soon on an episode of our uh, late night show to uh, to uh, refresh our memories and and uh, talk about our progress, huh? absolutely anyway um golf it uh currently in steam early access officially supports htc vive valve index and oculus rift uh check it out 899 can't beat that yeah dude good uh i wonder how many multiplayer people you can play with i didn't even check i think it was up to four players but that's just uh an impression i don't I didn't take notes on that. I don't. I don't really know. Okay. I was thinking it said four players, but it might be more. I don't know. 
Yeah, well, that's good enough for me. Absolutely. But uh, let's talk about the week's reminders, Roots. We do have uh, some stuff out this week. Uh, entering early access, uh, Z Race from, uh, I guess it's pronounced Zocus, uh, X-O-C-U-S. This is a, a new racing game. Uh, I, I was watching Rendered Reality talk about it the other day. That This is a, a game that was uh, intended, the, the drive of this game was to give VR players uh, a, an awesome racing game that won't make people sick, which, you know, on the surface sounds like, you know, red flags to me, but they say it's pretty cool. And another thing that's really cool about it is that the, um, the ships in the game, the, the logos that are on the ships are logos from your favorite content creators. So there's a VR 365 ship. There's a rendered reality ship. There's a gamer tag ship and roots. You know how in, um, how in uh, dirt rally there, there's that other guy in the seat that you hate so much because he's always telling you what to do. Yeah, is he here? <laughs> uh, in a sense, there is a voice that's telling you what you need to do, but it's your favorite content creator. So it's Anthony telling you what to do. It's Gamertag telling you what to do. These sorts of things. Really? Uh, yeah. Can I have myself? Is there a virtual strangers one? No, unfortunately, we didn't make the cut because when they were rounding up these ships or, or, or shows to put on these ships, I think we had like 400 subs uh, or 500 subs yeah, i did good. i did submit our logos and stuff to them back then but uh i guess we didn't make the cut oh god so now i got a decision if i play this game if i were to stream it who do i pick i don't want to piss anybody off i think i would probably i mean just throwing this out there just because i think it would be the most pleasant experience would be having anthony as my wingman in my ear telling me okay roots you need to go left here you need to go right i could deal with anthony there um, it's that other guy in Dirt Rally too that I can't stand. <laughs> yeah, well, um, you know, it, maybe uh, I, I thought that maybe it was just the idea of anybody telling you what to do. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's like wear a mask, roots. Well, Screw you, dude. I'm not going to wear a mask. You know what I mean? It depends on what they're telling me. You know, and in what manner. You know, be polite. I guess that's true. You, but then again. You think Anthony's really going to be polite when he tells you to hit that left? Come on, Roots. What the fuck are you doing, dude? Go left, bro. Go left. That's what I want to hear. I think that's cool. I think that's really cool. And uh, I wonder how many different content creators are out there in the list. Uh, eight ships. Uh, do, I have, do I have that wrong, guys? I didn't take notes on this game. I just listed it in uh, out this week. I think it's like eight ships right now at launch, but they're not all unlocked at the beginning like you start with a few and then you can unlock the mm. other ones so like the i the the creme de la creme will be the gamer tag one you can get to the very end of the, the list and there'll be a cool ass ship i think it's cool you know i i, I think there's a big misconception that uh, people have to be first person and i've played enough games you know i'd love to have a stun runner game and this kind of feels like that and i saw somebody said in one of the comments that oh you know i was on the video if you know if this if this was first person, I'd be in, you know, oh, if this, uh, you know, one guy said, oh, there's too many tunnels, you know, at some point, like I, my, my advice to these people is go make a racing game, have less tunnels and, uh, you're good to go. I'm going to take it as it is. It looks amazing to me and, um, I can't wait to try it. 
Heard that's the case says that one of his lines was don't hit that wall. You'll scuff my logo. <laughs> <laughs> one of my lines would be, you know, who else has been in this back seat? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know who else has scuffed up the logo? Um, yeah. I mean, there could have been all sorts of stuff. I don't know what I would have had my, uh, my one liners, but that's kind of cool too, is like to try out the different ships. Right. And it's like, I want to try the PD ship so that I can see what PD would say. Um, and then you get to feel like you got your favorite content creator there. Um, although the two um, that I love the most aren't in there, but uh, you get to have your favorite content creator next to you, so, you know, letting you give me whispering in your ear, sweet nothings. So. It sounds like a, uh, sounds like a good time to me. And again, available in uh, just a couple of days on the 2nd of uh, March. So not very long to wait at all. Cool. Also out this week, the climb two coming to us from Crytek. Uh, a couple days later on the fourth uh roots a long-awaited game here a long highly touted game from uh oculus and uh you know a, a popular format tried and true uh but with a little twist this time it's not not all nature scenarios anymore uh i guess you're going to get to be spider-man in a sense this time i know that sounds cool man for a second there i thought i was going to get to um go suck people's brains out and the persistence but then i realized the trailer was wrong uh but no i um i i'm kind of psyched for this you know i i enjoyed the first one i think it was way overpriced i can't imagine this being 40 dollars. maybe it will be um but uh i definitely think that it'll be fun it'll be a lot better than the first one so well you know uh when you're talking about sequels from uh, highly talented studios such as as a uh, crytek then uh, yeah, generally the sequels do tend out, uh, tend to be a bit better. I'm interested to see what this game looks like because at least it's launching as a Quest exclusive, although I do expect it fully to uh, support, you know, Quest 2 enhancement, which, as you know, when, when people push that device to its limits, uh, you're, you're not that far underneath the capability of your average gaming PC. So... Uh, interested uh to see not only you know what kind of new s scenes and new mechanics they're bringing but also interested to see what they're able to do with that particular device yeah yeah anthony says this, if it's over 30 dollars ouch i agree i mean man i i i guarantee i get i understand that the first one was was 40 bucks but i just don't think it was worth 40 bucks you know i think it's a 20 dollar yeah, game I, 30 dollar game I, at most I agree. Thirty dollars kind of seems to be the line. Uh, if they're trying to charge more than that, I mean, it's kind of tough, man. Because I mean, you could make it uh, as premium, you know, uh, as an experience as as you like, visually, sound wise. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's kind of a tech demo, is it not? I mean you're climbing i mean it's a it's a legit game but you're you're climbing right you're climbing the the hook is you're climbing in vr you're up really high and i'm sure it's amazing uh, i'm sure that uh you know you're going to get vertigo up there and it's going to be very effective but at the end of the day if you're charging 40 bucks for it i mean I, I need to have a story campaign give me a reason to be climbing you know that would be cool. An actual story campaign is pulling you through, right? You're trying to rescue somebody or something. Oh, speaking of which, uh, the stride developers have shared some, uh, a few glimpses of the story campaign on Twitter this week. And it looks pretty badass, dude. I got to admit. Oh, nice. 
Oh, they should need to share the game too. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, I there, was a, there was some uh, some indoor scenes and stuff. It wasn't just all the same like the other footage that we've seen. Oh, cool. Oh, good. Hopefully, we get that exactly what we wanted out of it. So, yeah. But anyway, uh, a couple other things out this week, but those were the two major ones I wanted to mention. Z Race out on the second, the climb two out on the fourth. All right, and that's going to bring us to our next set of reminders. And uh, this is the part of the show where we ask you, the viewer, to please help us right now in supporting these developers by uh, taking a moment out with us right now in real time as we go and wishlist a game. Uh, there's a reason why these devs always ask people to wishlist their games. It really helps. It helps to raise the profile of their game on the particular platform that they're trying to sell it on. And it also helps them to, uh, to gauge user interest in their game. So if you liked any of these games that we talked about here today, or if there's another game you've had on your mind that you really want, please join us now as we go and wishlist one of them. Yeah, I almost felt like you were gonna say, join us now in a moment of silence for whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff to be silent for. Yeah, there's a lot of good games on here. I was going to do Golf It, but I already own that, so I can't wishlist it. I could wishlist it, but it would be weird. Um, well, uh, what about the other one, uh, The Shore? I think it's out right now as well. No, I that's think true. It looks pretty, pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, but I couldn't. I, I would. They need to let me know when am I getting my um, my VR patch, or did they say that was already out? No, it is not already okay. out. I guess you could ask them to, to, to time frame it for you. I, I have got the feeling, though, that it's not going to be very soon. So yeah. uh, be prepared for disappointment. Z-Ray. You know, speaking, uh, speaking of Lovecraftian horror, uh, the Hinge developers seem pretty adamant that people need to try their game out again. They've just released another big update for it. And they say that it's finally now fixed, that everything runs mm -hmm. well, and it's they've even put new enemy types and stuff in the game. Oh, so. nice. Well, we definitely will, and we definitely will talk about it. But let me ask you this. Do you think that they're, I mean, that's the danger, right? It's like, it's great to up to patch stuff and fix stuff, but there's that point where it gets too far, and then people, you know, like you said, they're stressing that people need to check this out. And they, I agree, because it's so good. Um, but you know imagine day one we're in the same position they're at today and everybody's trying it for the first time in that position and uh i understand that ship sailed but uh i just don't think developers really really focus enough on making sure everything is good you know what i mean so. proper play testing is priceless right because if you get in if you get uh you know people who are experienced vr players that aren't just happy that they're getting a free game early you know get, get some legit people some curators uh content creators people who will give you an honest opinion about your game uh, get it in the hands of these people early and they'll tell you what you need to fix before you launch it uh, because you only get one chance to make a first impression and especially if it's a steam game uh, people treat the Steam reviews like they're gospel, and it's hard to get out from under a negative review on Steam. So, yeah, absolutely. I hope that this is a lesson that more developers take on, and they really uh, use people to vet their own game 
before they announce uh launch date for it yeah there's plenty of people out there just waiting to try games so uh shiny robot says what title we wish list i i picked the shore i don't know about roots here but uh i already had the climb two on my wish list i'm pretty sure uh and like roots i think i'm gonna buy a golf it so star wars uh, pinball that's my oh, dude I, I forgot all about star wars pinball already that's my uh, uh that's my go well, lots of good stuff lots of good stuff to uh pick from guys be sure to let me know in the comments down below what you wish listed this week yeah absolutely all right our next set of reminders are my favorite this week and every week roots free stuff and killer deals uh we're going to start off the way we always do with your playstation plus reminder for the month of february last week to get these games folks if you haven't claimed them yet uh be sure you do so uh good stuff here first of all we have concrete genie which is a, a really great flat game with a limited vr mode but again hey it's free what are you gonna do get it right yeah free is free uh control the ultimate edition both for playstation 4 and playstation 5 if you're one of the us foolish people who went out there and uh threw your 500 dollars down on a playstation 5 you could at least get this really awesome flat game for it uh again uh no matter which playstation console you own absolutely free this month and uh, then there's Destruction All-Stars, which came to PlayStation Plus day and date with release. This is a brand new game for PlayStation 5 that they launched directly into uh, PS Plus. And uh, just, uh, I think this one actually is going to stay free for another month or so before they start charging people for it. So uh, you still have time on that. But those other two you need to get in there and get because uh, those are great games. And uh, you only got a couple days left to pick them up. Have you tried it? Or tried that uh, the most recent one yet? That one, the the, the third one you talked about, the uh, one that Destruction All Stars. Yeah. No, no, I have not. Yeah, I barely, I barely have time for flat gaming, and I haven't even played um, the one game I was playing. I haven't played it. I don't think since I came back from the power outage, I've played it. Oh so. wow! Yeah, you need to uh, get your next game out, right? I've been busy, man. I've been busy. I haven't hardly had time to play VR, let alone flat. Uh, Andy McAvoy says he wishlisted Project Terminus. Says it looks a uh, pretty decent co-op game. Has some cool uh, gameplay concepts. Project Terminus. Yeah, I'm thinking that uh, I th that was a side quest title, wasn't it? I think I'm not it sure. was. It sounds familiar, for sure. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of a similar title, but I think that might have been a side quest title. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that moves us to the PlayStation Store where they continue to have these massive PlayStation VR sales. You know, Roots, it's been bi-weekly, right? They'll, they'll have a sale and then they'll, they'll hold it for two weeks. Uh, last week, there was a sizable PSVR sale that started. And as you know, I don't repeat sales week after week. So all of those games that were on sale last week are still on sale this week only now since the big news about playstation vr2 came out this week they've put a shit ton more games on sale it's now a massive playstation vr sale so i have some new titles on here that you guys might want to check out for not very much money uh first of all there's a chair in a room green water which is a great uh you know suspense thriller game i mean borderline horror game uh from wolf and wood 
eight dollars on the playstation store right now that's a great price for that yeah absolutely uh art pulse which is uh one of these art and music creation uh applications i have no idea if this thing's any good or not to be quite honest but i know it's a dollar and i know that ain't much money <laughs> dollar man that's cheaper than a cup of coffee absolutely especially when you get a a quad venti white mocha or whatever it is yeah you hey you got it you could order my coffee dude if you brought it back if you were visiting you're like i think this is what you wanted i'd be like dude this is exactly what i get it's good yeah pretty like a steel trap roots yeah that's right uh you know i said i don't mention sales from one week to the next i don't repeat them but i'm going to make an exception with dreams because i came on here last week and i was just dumbfounded that dreams was 15 dollars on the playstation store but what i didn't know at the time that that was the everyone price Ooh. if you have playstation plus you can get dreams for 10 bucks oh my god 10 bucks dude that is insanity even if you never touch the creator tools in dreams ever like me uh just the endless supply of vr content that comes from this thing uh is worth that you know three times over absolutely worth getting the playstation plus man good deal yeah for sure i mean you get dreams you're going to get farpoint free next month i mean and that's not all it's not like farpoint was is going to be the big deal next month They're, you're also getting farpoint on top of like I think Final Fantasy VII or something, and then like Remnant from the Ashes. Like I think that's what the uh, the March lineup is going to be, if I'm not mistaken. That's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, super hot on sale for ten dollars. Don't buy it, people. <laughs> please stop buying <laughs> super hot. If people don't stop buying Super Hot, we're never ever going to get a Super Hot sequel because why would they release it? It's probably done right now. Super Hot 2 has probably been done for a year, but they're not going to release it as long as new people keep buying Super Hot. So stop buying Super Hot. And that's uh, exactly, but if you don't own it, it's ten dollars on the. That's exactly store why we right put now. it in the lineup. We want you to stop buying it. Um, but you're right, right. 10 bucks, man, is uh, uh I mean, that's a, a amazing deal for this game, and uh, it's just good if you don't own it. Super hot, uh, super hot uh, team announced this past week that uh, they have now sold a million units on Oculus Quest alone. Oh, wow! Well, they definitely 25, 25 bucks a pop roots, do the math. If they haven't made super hot, too, they need to do it. Cause they got the money it's for done it. dude it's totally done right now i have no doubt that super hot 2 is done right now they're just polishing it waiting on people to stop buying the original super hot yeah well this is a good way knock the price down i mean let's be honest they'd be stupid right even if it were done they'd be stupid to release it right now because people are just buying this shit up at 25 dollars a pop on the quest store yeah. What they should do is they should release it as a PC exclusive, Super Hot 2. Yeah. And then when people stop buying Super Hot on Quest, then they can port it in. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's see it done. It sounds like a plan. Uh, Anthony says it plays best on Quest. I, I would have to agree with that. Uh, Pistol Whip, $16 on the PlayStation Store. Worth it all day long. Yeah, I need to play the 2089 since MASH gifted it to me. I have not played it yet, and well, I want to talk about it. 
Uh, speaking of long overdue sequels, Moss uh, celebrating its third anniversary roots with a big sale, $12 on the PlayStation Store right now. $12 worth it all day. If you don't own it on PlayStation VR, you should be picking this up right now. One of the best VR games, period. Yeah, so and atmosphere. And it's got the reflections. So, like, this is the good version. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, the Room VR, a dark matter, is half off at $15 Roots on the PlayStation Store. Right, we need to actually get into this, Wes, because we keep saying this. And I this was a game that I just ran into a customer that um, I saw Quest 2's in two of them in his basement. And I went and I asked if, you know, hey, do you guys, have you played it? Or is it something that your kids play? And the wife was like, he plays it, points to the husband, and he starts listing all these games. We had a conversation, and that was one of the games that he said he had tried was the Room VR and I keep thinking, I was like, man, I need to get into that damn game. And um, it just needs to happen, Wes. Uh, Do It Yourself VR channel says, Super Hot was done by devs from Poland. I lived here and I know someone who knows these guys and... And that's that's it. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, all the good games seem to be coming out of Poland. So. Dude, Poland must have nothing but awesome VR developers. And you know what? These guys are proud of it. Simplex is the same way. Do it yourself VR channel the same way. You know, I was watching, um, I was watching an interview with uh, a talent scout from Sony, uh, like a PlayStation. He's a technology scout who goes around tries to find startups and stuff with new and interesting technology for them to uh, acquire. Right, and he was being interviewed um, by this. Uh, the the interviewer was from Poland. He was a Polish guy. And, um, you know, obviously when you're talking about immersive technology, it didn't take long for the conversation to get turned into VR and the Sony guy brought up super hot and like the, the interviewer just like interrupted him was like, and you know, super hot devs are from Poland. (laughs) And I thought of simplex, I thought of all the, all of our uh, Polish, all of our Polish subscribers and how proud they are and they have every right to be, I mean, I don't, I don't want to throw shade or anything because uh absolutely polish vr devs are amazing but uh a proud people yeah you know i mean if you have something if you do something right you want people to know hey this is what we do right idaho potatoes uh, you know a lot of good right? athletes out of poland too a lot of uh good fighters that's true know, polish ufc light heavyweight champions from uh poland yeah they don't mess around there for sure uh, anyway, don't buy Super Hot ever again so that we can get a sequel, but it's 10 bucks if you want it. Uh, Trover saves the universe half off $15 on the PlayStation Store. That's worth it, hands down, all day. That's a that's game worth the full price. Definitely get it if you don't have it for sure. Paranormal activity, not a bad buy at nine dollars. Yes, I don't think I've played through that one. I, to try I have, I've played through it uh, in full on my channel lethal weasel vr link is in the description yeah and i've started uh i've started uploading my uh, lies beneath playthrough now too so oh, good if you guys are interested in that i actually have some fresh content coming to the weasel channel something that i haven't done a lot over the last year so uh again link is in the description if you guys like uh vr long plays um that's how i do it start to finish yeah you know who else likes long plays my mom. Okay. Um, Ghost Giant Roots. You know how good this one is. It's eleven dollars right now. 
Yeah, I really like this game. I need to get this game for the quest when I get my quest two back because uh, I want to play through it with the uh, um, with the the tracking, you know, because I played it with the PlayStation VR, and uh, this is one of those ones you want to make sure your camera's set up properly for it, or else you're gonna have a lot of you're gonna have a lot of buyer's remorse, and it's not gonna be the game's fault; it's gonna be your fault. Yeah, it's like Hitman. Even though uh, Hitman did get a patch this past week, uh, it had this thing where like. If you didn't hold your controller in just the right way, it threw this blue grid up around you, hmm. and uh, they they patched that so that uh, you can turn that off now, which is a big plus. Oh, nice! Uh, Rush, a great multiplayer game, especially on the PlayStation uh, Network. Uh, nine bucks. Yeah, talk about flying, right? Dude, I love this game. It's so fun. It's easy to get it into, even with people. You know. Um, people talk about console vr and there's a lot of ups and downs uh with any platform uh but one of the big pluses to uh playing vr on playstation is uh frictionless multiplayer experiences you know every time we play a game in pc or even on quest it's a crapshoot whether or not you're going to be able to hear people or mm. connect with them uh you know not so much the case on playstation network and, and rush a shining example of that play testing that's all i gotta say you know there's a reason why when dash dash dropped finally it was 100 percent almost perfect you know because they did so much extensive research with the people and what works what and that's my biggest one of my biggest pet peeves with multiplayer and if i'm going to ch- play with other people i need to talk to them i need to be able to join the game with them if i can't get in the game with my friend if if you make me bloodborne it where you're one person standing in a corner ringing one bell and then someone else is doing the same thing in a different place it, it becomes a, a real pain in the ass to join up with people and uh like you said consoles you know for the most part uh, don't have that issue yeah so that you know for all of the uh things you sacrifice for playing on console uh you know you get that friction-free experience from the time you start the thing to the time you turn it off there's no settings tweaking there's no wondering if multiplayer is going to work there's no wondering if the game's going to break all that stuff has been uh taken care of through the uh the internal processes of the company yep uh sports bar four dollars now i'm wondering about sports bar roots i did sports bar on pc and I was not a fan of the locomotion. It, it is clunky as hell to try to move around in sports bar, which is unfortunate because sports bar also happens to be the only game with a decent game of billiards in it. Um, you know, the, the actual pool playing in, in sports bar is actually pretty good. It just sucks to have to move around the table the way that you do. Uh, so hopefully it's different on PlayStation. I don't know that um but you know polish devs if you're watching make us a friggin' billiards game that works uh you know sports bar is all we've got and it, and you know again they ruin it with the locomotion i want an awesome billiards game roots yeah i wasn't that impressed i mean it was good it but it had its like its problems like you said so uh you want a game to go buy right now go buy separation for six dollars PlayStation VR exclusive, an indie title. I'm surprised this never came to PC because it is an indie title, but the guy only released it 
on uh, PlayStation VR, and it's an awesome game. Uh, it's a steal at full price. It's $12 full price. It's half off right now. It's $6. Oh, that's a good deal. It sounds familiar. I feel like I've tried that, but I can't remember. I don't know if you ever know it, but uh, I know we've covered it. I've played it, uh, and we did cover it. So Okay. Well, maybe that's why it's in my mind. May just tell uh, a great dungeon crawler game for uh, $10. A really great dungeon crawler game. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, a lot of good sales, right, for PlayStation VR, especially if somebody's planning on getting into PlayStation VR 2. You can get a lot of amazing games for cheap that are still going to be good, right? So, Yeah, I don't know how compatible they'll be with PlayStation VR 2, but, I mean, if you got PSVR, um, it's a great uh, sale this week. And these, this isn't all the games that are on sale. These are just the ones I picked out to talk about. There's a bunch more that I'm not talking about. Uh, so definitely get on there and check it out for yourself. Yep. A never out from our friends Game Dust, uh, the people that brought us Jupiter God. Uh, their never out is a decent puzzler by most accounts. Uh, but when you talk about $1, wow. then all of a sudden this game looks a lot better. Yeah, that's a cheap price, man. You got a lot. Of, you can check that out for a dollar. That's worth it. Yep, for sure. Uh, Kona VR Bundle. So this is Kona, a, a flat game, story-driven, uh, kind of a mystery game. Uh, got a VR patch, which they sold separately. Uh, but you can get it all bundled together with the flat game and the VR patch for $4 right now on PlayStation. Mm, that's a good deal. I don't remember Kona. I don't... Uh, uh, Sion played Kona. He, he thought it was okay. Okay. I know they played it on uh, PSVR without parole too a couple of years ago, and he seemed to like it as well. And then last but not least, I figured I'd throw this one in there for our friend Anthony. Squishies, Squishies. Is $3. Yeah, I should have pulled the trailer for that one. Did you ever play that game? No. No. No, Squishies was like 20 bucks or something when it launched, 20 or $25. And I was like, nope. And it just looked like something that wasn't my cup of tea. But I, it looks like a good kid's game. I think kids will really like uh, it. Some people say this game sucks. Other people say this game's not that bad. And then other people say that it's fun. Hmm. So, you know, it, everybody has varying tastes. But, uh, I mean, it can't be all bad if some people really like it. That's so. true. That's true. Well, and, you know, if it's any game that's oriented towards that could be construed as a kid's game at all there's just some people that just will not play it so uh void citizen says kona had its charm and uh scion says kona is very very janky mm. but he enjoyed it okay yeah well i love charming games that's for sure yeah absolutely me too that's why i bought two quests bro yeah <laughs> uh all right so that that's going to wrap up our little uh, report here on the playstation store we're going to move on to the epic game store the f weekly free title is a title called sunless sea which is a kind of a top down um you know ocean like a ship game um dark themes roots uh i'm not so sure about the gameplay with this one mm. but the the story certainly seems interesting here yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I was look. I downloaded it, and I was like, I ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance sure that I'm uh not never gonna play it. This is just the gameplay. I was like, eh. but it, it's there if I ever decide to. So 
You might want to Helix Vision that thing one day, man. Sure. You never know. You never know. It could be the next best game that I missed. So, all right. So we're gonna move on to Oculus Quest Store, and you know I never do uh, get these daily deals in my notes anymore because I do my notes the day before now. So uh, we're gonna check in real time and see what the Oculus Quest daily deal is. It yesterday it was uh, shit. I don't even remember anymore. Uh, let's see here. Daily deal today is the Room VR for $24. Wow. Well, see, that's the reason why I've never played that game, aside from the fact that, I mean, I can play it on uh, Viport Infinity, so there's no excuse, but $24 on sale. That means it's 30 bucks, and it's definitely, from what everybody says, worth $30. I mean, it's the, I would say it's the number one hands-down game, number one game that, I remember being mentioned over and over and over again. Every time it comes up, people say, wow, you need to play this. So I, I really do feel like I need to play it. I'm the same way because I really enjoyed that genre of game. So, uh, yeah, I concur completely. So uh, $24 on Quest, $15 on PlayStation, and uh, free with Viport Infinity. Yeah, that's how I'll be playing it. Uh, there's a couple of bundles active right now on the Quest Store. First of all, Phantom Covert Ops, along with Aspire One, for forty-five dollars. Uh, it's a bit pricey. Uh, I would say just go buy Phantom Covert Ops, pay full price for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing is, is uh, Aspire One is always on sale. So I'm surprised that that sale isn't cheaper, right? Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a twenty-five percent off. So yeah. Uh, also, twenty five percent off uh, bundle with iron lights and ones, uh, thirty dollars for that one. Okay, does that seem a little pricey to you as well, or no? Uh, I don't know. The, the, both of those games are pretty good, I guess. I need to get into ones. It looks like there's a lot more to it than I remember. As far been as... a lot of updates, especially since people started uh, going nutso for for Oculus Quest. They yeah. uh, a lot of these developers pick their games back up when they started making money. Yeah, well, that makes sense. <laughs> makes sense to me. All right, uh, so that wraps up Oculus Quest. The Link Store. Oculus Link Store has uh, Super Hot for $12. Uh, again, don't buy it, but uh, it's there if you if you don't have it yet for $12. And this is, is not cross-buy, cross so be careful. They will not. It is not. You can only play it with Oculus Link. As ever, I would love to get it on the Quest, but it's so expensive, I refuse to pay what they charge, and you know a couple times i've got fooled by myself and thought oh shit that's a good deal and then i thought oh, that's not cross by it's not a good deal i already own it on steam so yeah, there you go yeah i own it a couple few times i think i own it i own it on three or four platforms so th that should tell you something yeah sure uh dirt rally 2 for 15 dollars. now know what you're going to say dirt rally 2 goes on sale for cheaper than that on steam but a lot of people claim that this game plays differently under the oculus sdk and that they'd rather have it on the oculus store i know ruchi waited forever for this thing to go on sale on the oculus store well here here it is 15 dollars on the oculus store it goes on um on sale cheaper than this though no what you sure, said right. you already knew i was gonna say it i think it was six dollars you know that's the thing is like it's well over half of what it's been for. it's been like 50 and 60 dollars on the oculus store the whole time That's they don't ever put it on sale yeah it's crazy yeah i agree 
Uh, we move on to Steam. Uh, didn't take a lot down from Steam this week, but there are a few good sales. First of all, as we mentioned earlier, Moss is having its three-year anniversary and uh, is on a hefty 60% discount at $12. Uh, you should definitely check this game out if you don't have it. Again, one of VR's best. Cool story, for sure. Uh, looking for a... Uh, for a cool game for not very much money how about trying out gates of nowhere for three dollars yeah three dollars is a really good deal for this one right yeah yeah i mean for, yeah i mean three dollars is nothing bro and this is actually a solid game by all accounts yeah for sure uh a weekend uh we've covered that on this past week's uh late night show uh strangers in the night virtual show whatever you want to call it uh still under its um launch discount and, and you know we didn't know how much the game cost at the time and we just kind of recommended that people try it not a perfect game by any stretch but uh you know a very immersive game with a very creepy story a lot to like here and uh it's actually cheaper than i thought it was going to be so that's a good thing 17 dollars uh pretty good price for this one on sale so what is it 20 bucks normally uh something like Probably. that it's like yeah yeah that's so. a good deal i mean i'd say this game is definitely in my opinion worth 20 dollars all day just because there's so much to it that we have i mean from everything you've seen you've gone a lot further into than me but uh the polish is there and they've got some of the uh things that you suggested they can fix uh, but overall it's a good game for sure it's definitely uh, a 20 dollar yeah. game yeah, I agree. It's worth that. So uh, if you guys are into horror games like I am, you might want to check that one out. Uh, we also talked about Na Na'al, the, the Lost Eye, this past Wednesday. And uh, we both kind of liked this one, dude. And, and we asked, you know, again, we didn't know how much the thing was going to launch for. And we kind of priced it at $25. And uh, I'm glad to say, Roots, we nailed it. Uh, but it is on sale right now for 22 Definitely oh, wow. worth it yeah absolutely for sure and uh that's going to wrap up steam and bring us to our last segment of free stuff and killer deals the viport report where you know we check viport every week to see if there's any new games and we got two this week roots uh first of all a weekend we just talked about it uh releasing on viport infinity day and date uh with steam which wow. is pretty awesome that is awesome it's a a lot better than $25. You already got this subscription. Yet another game that you can play through with that subscription, making Viveport Infinity one of the best deals in VR at the moment. Absolutely. And uh, as Gamertag mentioned at the top of the show, Hyperdash also releasing day and date with Steam onto Viveport Infinity. Absolutely. Yeah, Radio Run's been checking this out. There's a couple people in the Discord that checked it out. They said they, they thought... This was their words, not mine, that it was a um, a better version of than Solaris. Like, if you like Solaris, this is better than that. Um, I haven't tried it yet, but uh, I definitely want to. It definitely looks interesting. I'd be interested to know if these people have tried Solaris since the updates. They've had some significant updates, and uh, it's not what it was when it launched. Yeah. Maybe they have, uh, but I'd be interested to know. I haven't tried either one, but uh, definitely would be interested in trying um, either one and since i can try this on viveport infinity it's probably the mo most likely of the two that i'm going to try 
Rendered Reality in the chat says, The Room is one of my wife's favorite games. She couldn't stop. She beat it in like a day, and she normally doesn't get into VR that hard. Yeah, my wife's been going pretty hard on Vin VR Adventure lately. Like, oh, she's, wow. she, she's the same deal. She can't put it down. And it's like a friggin' torture, you know, because it's a, such a difficult game in the later stages. But uh, she she keeps going, man. She's making progress. Yeah. I see how I, I need to, I see that's the thing. I, I get worried that you're going to like voice over one of her videos for the competition. Hey guys, I'm really here. I'm not going to talk for the next hour, but I'm, I'm, I'm the one playing this and then it'll go to her playing. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you don't. <clears throat> Sorry. No, that's all right. Sounds like you got a frog in your throat, huh? <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, I would imagine that, um, uh, I'd see through your your facade. That tried to happen. So. Okay, I think I can talk now. Yeah, Damn, that was a rough one, man. Uh, mm -hmm. No, you don't have to worry about that. I, I, if it were another game, maybe. But I want to play that one myself, bro. Oh, that game's true. awesome. That's true. Uh, she uh, rendered reality said she would probably like that one too. She likes Moss. Yeah, wife. Uh, wife beat Moss. It's one of the. The few games she played all the way through so you're probably right um uh yeah yeah vnvr adventure is great but it's it's hard it's difficult it, it it's now she was complaining because she goes back to the first level a lot to uh pick up the, the extra lives and stuff so she doesn't get game over and uh she did say that they had watered it down a lot oh really well, and she pointed some stuff out to me. They did make some real changes to the layout of the first level. Oh, wow. Well, see, and that's the thing. Is unless you play it a lot, you're not going to really see um, those changes, right? So, Yeah, but they did. They, they have made some changes. But, again, it's the first level. So, I mean, you, you kind of get it, right? And well, at the, at the end of the day, it wasn't made exclusively for Roots and West consumption. So, we got to assume that there's going to be some uh, people out there that are just too soft for the og ven and we at least we got to try it wife joining the chat says i'm on the boss level oh my god oh wow she's almost done huh nice yeah, i'm almost to bruce nelson i guess bruce nelson dude you know i heard you in kentucky he's not that nicest person it's he just is a rumor not. yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh a weekend hyper dash uh, that's what we got from Viporting on a bad week. Yeah, absolutely. Two solid games. All right, and that's going to bring us to our final set of reminders, and that is how you can help us to grow. You can support our channel. Of course, if you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing. Just click that big red button down there and the bell. While you're at it, click all the other things that are clickable. Uh, we just need clicks, man. Comments and clicks. That's all we need. And we can be the biggest VR channel in the world, but we can't do it without your clicks. So uh, click everything. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. I need to add a comments thing because uh, the more I've been hearing about the algorithm of YouTube is uh, it's really increased as far as importance. You know what I mean? It's almost gone over likes and stuff. So comment, yeah, comment, yeah. comment. I thought so because all of the channels that I watch, the bigger ones, they've they're putting like big emphasis on commenting. So yeah. uh, you guys leave a comment. It doesn't have to say anything profound. You can just write in the comments. This is my comment. Mm. And uh, apparently the algorithm really likes that. So if you want to support, uh, just don't leave any obscenities. 
without putting the little asterisk thing in it so that the uh the, the robot overlords don't pick up on it yeah absolutely uh what else so our discord you maybe you don't want the uh discussion to end it is the end of the show we've had an awesome time here talking vr today but maybe you're not done maybe you want to talk a little more well you can get us all day every day in our home and where do we live roots well we live in the discord and we're waiting we in for the you discord. we're waiting for you to come home bro like what have you been doing well <laughs> where are you at yeah, we've been leaving the porch light on for you. <laughs> That's right. The but, porch light's uh, been on. We've been wasting electricity. So uh, come home. You can scroll down to the description below and see an invitation to our home. Uh, Discord. It's where yeah. we live. It's where we play. It's where we debate. It's where we uh, talk about what we had for dinner. Uh, it's where it all goes down. So uh, come and join us on the Discord. Invitation in the description below absolutely and if you want to go to a place where the lights never go off uh the patreon we leave the lights on there all the time for you uh because we're worried about you guys and we got to keep you nice and safe can't turn the lights off on the people who pay the lot bill Ruth. that's right yeah you guys be pissed like what the hell is this crap yeah that's you can uh, of course as roots mentioned you can uh, do a little something extra if you'd like by supporting us on patreon where for as little as three dollars per month you will gain access to our weekly show notes as well as the always awesome money show. And we did share one of our money shows recently. Uh, it was the week we had the power outage and I couldn't do the, uh, the late night show. Uh, so it's not that long ago, like a week or two ago, just look up the money show seven. If you want to get a good idea of what we do for our Patreons, uh, it's a, it's a episode where roots and I meet up in some kind of a multiplayer game. But instead of talking about the game, we talk about issues like we do here on the podcast. So uh, go check out The Money Show if you want to get a good idea of what comes with your $3. $3 for all that stuff, Roots, is a pretty good deal. Yeah, like I said, it's cheaper than a, a cup of um, uh, Quad Venti White Mocha. So. There you go. Can't beat that, man. Yeah. Cheaper than Roots' coffee. Yeah, it's expensive. Anyway, I think that's going to wrap us up here, friends. And we uh, we appreciate everyone showing out. And uh, what's this Gorilla Tag? People keep talking about Gorilla Tag in the chat, and I don't even know what it is. It is a free game that dropped, I think it was what, a week or two ago. And um, and people have been saying that. I've been seeing Gorilla Tag, Gorilla Tag. And I, I've been asking, what is it? And then they said it's free, and then I, I, I tuned out. But there's enough people out there that are saying it's good that maybe we should check it out. Yeah, I kept seeing it popping up. Like, what's a gorilla tag? Is it anything like a donkey punch? Mm, well, I hope not. <laughs> donkey punch VR coming to Viport Infinity. Yeah, you know who else likes donkey punch? <laughs> My mom! And that was... Uh, anyway, with that said, friends, we'd like to thank you all once again for watching. For Roots, I'm Wes. We'll see you Wednesday night. Late. Bye-bye. Take it easy.